show i really hope that was caught on tape but if it, no, it, it was yeah. like that if, if we keep it the way it is the very first thing to play before the theme song is just me saying 9-11 you don't even have so. to edit a cold open in That's context it. guys you know you, if you don't have it you don't know what's up exactly yeah. you know See, we had dynamic we had dynamic resolution never forgot <laughs> i never knew, never knew what it was. <laughs> oh man Oh, 9-11. Um, happy 9-11, everybody. 9-11 day. Um, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Dynamic Resolution, video game show. Uh, talked about this week's hot topic, 9-11. Would you? Uh, we got Josh. Would you? <laughs> we, we got uh, uh, Josh, <laughs> Derek, and Logan. Um, back at it again. Uh, Derek, how do you feel today? Um, in what way? You were sick yeah, last time. Yeah, I uh, that was awful, and it took up much of my holiday break. And I like had a fever for like five days, and uh, I'm still very tired, and I still have a cough, so I'm gonna mute myself when I do so. But uh, yeah, you, you I, don't have a uh, one of those cough drop foot pedals. I don't know what you're talking about. So, like, you push a foot pedal and it delivers a cough drop. Or <laughs> no, uh, that sounds awesome. Uh, no, they're like a broadcasting thing where you put oh, your... No, no, I don't have one of those. Why would I have one of those? I have a space bar. <laughs> Look. Uh, That's close. Uh, Just hit your space bar with your foot. It's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could put another keyboard on the ground for sure. Yeah, here. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in the, huh, put that in the show notes, everybody, for get yourself a cough drop. Could, uh, you know, just, just map a button on that Tartarus thing. Oh yeah, did you? Get, oh you, yeah, you, oh, for, oh man. Yeah, man. I returned it, because, not because, <laughs> not because, like, like, not because, like, it, it, I actually quite liked the feeling of it. Um, but then it was also like, why am I forcing this list? I'm just gonna use a fucking controller, and uh, gaming's been much better since. Then. Uh, so, but but I quite I, it was very cool. It was like pretty uh, ergonomic and. Uh, the one time I played Call of Duty with it, I felt better. So it seems so counterintuitive to me because uh, it just it looks like a nightmare. I just, but I've been using a one ten keyboard, you know, my whole life. So yeah, that that makes me a better person than you. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. Whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> um, what helps me sleep at night is uh, melatonin. Mm. It's, it's the Seroquel for me. <laughs> It's it's the regulated uh, class two uh, schedule two pharmaceuticals that put me to sleep. <laughs> so yeah, um, this episode sponsored by Zopiclone. <laughs> that sounds like a sex toy. Um, so yeah, uh, Derek, um, you uh, do you want to give us a quick rundown of like your twenty twenty three in review since you were uh, out of commish? <laughs> yeah, just uh, so I haven't listened to the last episode yet. Because I haven't had time. Um, but what would you like to know? My my best game, my best girl. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What did you guys say? First of all, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, 
Man, I wasn't prepared to recall this information. <laughs> me, me either. Um, I think I had said I had just beat Hi-Fi Rush and that quickly mm-hmm. climbed. So like my not counting Zelda or Baldur's Gate, since I haven't finished Zelda and mm-hmm. haven't even played Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I was saying Hi-Fi Rush, um, Mario Wonder and Street Fighter 6. Nice. Mm-hmm. You talking about you you talked about Hi-Fi Rush, I think, a couple of episodes before as well. And um, it it moved up to near the top of my like gotta play this soon games it looks so cool um mm-hmm. uh and i have gotten to the point where i've downloaded it but i haven't played it yet but i'm excited to yeah it's just one of those games like i mentioned before where you kind of have to not put it down if you start it because you'll quickly forget how to do anything <laughs> there's so many different yeah. like buttons and abilities yeah i'm pretty sure i said that uh the my the my top the, the my top games were were like spider-man 2 and cult of the lamb probably that feels like something Pro, I would say. Pro, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, uh, you expect me to remember a year ago? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Call, Call to the Lamb. I would like to hear you talk more about that at some point because it's one I've been looking at a little bit recently. Um, yeah, it it's really fun. I'm kind of getting fucking tired of it though because I've been trying to platinum it, but I have this issue there's where there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, basically the only trophies I have left are the ones where you have to beat each of the four bosses without getting hit you're which, still like, on that i dude so i'll explain uh the the problem i have is g- when you go through the dungeons there's no guarantee you're gonna get that boss oh, so damn. it's like so it's like i just keep doing the first dungeon hoping to get that boss again so i can do this and it's like either i just don't get that boss or like I will, and I'll, like, fuck it up. And it's, and it's like, normally it'd be like, okay, I'll just retry that. But it's, like, a fucking 20% chance you're going to get that boss. So it's, like, I'm kind of getting tired of running through these dungeons and not getting the boss I need. It, and it's, like, I... That's how, you know what I do when I am not feeling like playing a game anymore? <laughs> <laughs> just play, just play something else. But I'm so close. Are you, though? Like percentage wise, <laughs> yes, but time wise, yeah. Who knows? You right, you right. Yeah, yeah. but it, it looks just, the it, game looks the, like I I think I bought a lot of stuff during the Steam sale. Even though I, it's like for every one game I start, I have to add fifteen more to the backlog. Is kind of like the ratio that I play. Yeah, um, I feel that. And then like with humble bundles, which I'm like, oh yeah, there's one game I've heard of in there. I'll pay twelve dollars for these nine titles. Like, dude, humble bundle has ruined my Steam library. <laughs> um they've had they've had some like i i I think it was nice because i obviously didn't have a pc or steam deck for most of 2023 and then at during the holidays they like brought back a bunch of bundles for like one day at a time um so i picked up like a lot of titles during that because there was you know one thing or another that i wanted to play in there and then humble choice which is their like monthly subscription for january um the like featured game was marvel midnight suns which i had heard very good things about and having just finished Baldur's Gate I was like really enjoying the like turn-based aspect of that and then um the there's like a deck building and card element of Midnight Suns as well so uh was planning to pick that up on the Steam sale but then it leaked that it was humble choice for the next month so it was like 15 bucks Canadian for like that and like a handful of other titles which seems like an insane value um uh i I don't know top top game of the year had to be Baldur's gate though for sure like i towed the line for a while between that and alan wake 2 which like if 
Baldur's Gate didn't release and like completely like capture me out of uh you know completely unexpectedly um at, like Alan Wake was I, I loved the first one so much obviously never expected to get a sequel and then like it was it felt like perfect to me like like I you know it, visually and and like the audio everything was just spectacular but the um it was like one of the few horror games and maybe it was like more the jump scare elements of it which it does have a lot of which i don't mind um but like like that paired with the like atmosphere heavy heavy atmosphere and and everything like that like it was one of the few games where like there was times when i was alone playing that like some jump scare would hit and i'd be like i like fucking i can't do this tonight sort of thing which is like so rare for me so um baldur's gate though like there's the only game I think that I've ever put as many hours into as I put into that, which my steam times about 130 hours was like, Whoa. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Like that for me, that's like unheard of as an adult. Like the last game that, that I played for that long was like world of Warcraft, which I played on and off for like two or three years when I was like in high school sort of thing. So um, for one game and for a single player game to like grip me for that long um, is amazing. So Baldur's Gate and uh, great fucking year for games though. Jesus. I'm going to play it. I got yeah. it. I got my copy. I just haven't I, got I, there yet. I guess that uh, that bl- blurry set of pixels was your copy of Baldur Gate. Yeah, right. yes. <laughs> my Japanese <laughs> the, copy. The pixel art version. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be kind of tight. Play it on that CRT. Look, it'll it'll be kind of like what Shane's experience would be. Yeah, yeah. spines all in Japanese. Yeah, that's the... sick. I that was one where I was like, when they announced the collector's edition, I like, I'm never gonna. And, and it's it, it's unfortunate because there's it seems like that like there's so much in that game that I haven't seen. And it talking to some other friends that have played it and had their choices and their experiences like leading to a completely different like conclusion, but also like like different giant things happening within the game itself is like this game seems like ripe for like needing to be replayed but like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna play a 130 hour game twice um, <laughs> back to back right <laughs> whereas like i you know like if they I, I wish that they were planning expansions or something like that but also there's like their previous games apparently are really good too the divinity original sin series and like original sin 2 as well i'm not sure about the first one but it even had like a custom campaign mode so like it feels like there should be like endless content within there because people could just build and release their own campaigns as well. Um, but I have like, like a friend who is like still playing. Um, but he, they, they have released afterwards, like a permadeath, like super hard mode where you, you like, once you die, like that's the end of your run and you have to start the game again. And that's like all he's been playing since they released it. And he's like, He'll get thirty hours into a run and be like, "Well, I fucked it up. Got to start again." I'm like, "How?" That would be <laughs> soul crushing like, for me. But like, <laughs> there's so many games. How is that the? That's just the only game you're ever going to play for the rest of your life because you're never going to beat it. Um, yeah. Like, oh, so, like you know, mate, I accidentally walked off a cliff and my eighty hour run ended. Like, better start again. Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> people are crazy, but uh, I I forgot that I wish listed a. Uh... <laughs> a game like a couple of uh <clears throat> episodes ago and i just got a notification that magic pussy chapter two released today and it's already on sale i'm like my, <laughs> my steam did you play chapter one though <clears throat> no no you can't um, just jump in well, on now it's time two. 
Yeah. Um, you I need re- to find out how it became magical. <laughs> That's where part one comes in. Uh, there's a, there's Unless another, if this is a prequel. A there was another game that opened, uh, on, or opened uh, released on the 11th called Fleshlight Squad. Um, man, Steam has uh, gotten weird. <laughs> Sounds like the eShop up in the Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> man, I, I've been watching a whole bunch of stuff on making games. I'm determined to like start trying to learn how to make games this year. This shit's just inspiring me like, man, I can do this. Yeah, if they can do it. <laughs> if, if Fleshlight Squad can get made, I can make something. Is that an officially sponsored uh, game? This, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know the lore, but um, I'm definitely taking. I'm taking. How do I remove Magic Pussy Chapter Two? There we go. Okay, you're Bye-bye. removing it That's from the wish removed. list. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You no longer uh, wish for it. You don't need no. to wish for it when you have it already. <laughs> I just don't want to like screw up my algorithm. Like, but it's already. It's probably already like fucked. <laughs> it's already fucked. That's yeah. Um. Oh, yep. It's still on the top of the list. Yeah. But that the Alex Jones game that like fixed the algorithm that one. Dude, I wish that was on Steam. I wish that was, oh, on, that Steam. was not on that one. Matt, you know the flesh has too far. Fine, but but Alex Jones, <laughs> sorry guys, we can't allow this on our platform. Yeah, right. Um, Is it that it wasn't allowed on the platform, or that he's Elon just so insane? Steam, you know, then it would be truly free. <laughs> that's hey, that's that's what we need. <laughs> He needs to make his own game, like the uh, the Patriots gaming platform, <clears throat> the 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 X Games, the Ooh. X Games. Yeah, so you got Alex Jones, the game. Um, you got Ben Shapiro's uh, accounting this simulator. Is, they're they're gonna all like pair up. Like this, you know, these this, this is the executive team of of Elon's X Games. <laughs> Elon <laughs> assembling his is his it's Avengers like, gauntlet. Kanye is the spokesperson. It's, yeah, it's like Daily Wire Smash Brothers. <laughs> Yo, speaking of uh, Smash Brothers, I'd smash Ben Shapiro's sister. Cool. Well, you're in luck because she'll right. be in the game. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you, in-app purchase, though. Yeah. <laughs> but you get a discount if you have the Twitter, like, blue or plus or whatever they Is, call it. Derek, did you just make an anti-Semitic joke? I don't think so, um, but if I did, I'm not aware of, <laughs> aware of it. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Same if you could explain it to me, I'd love to be educated. So you, I know, can, uh... you know, honestly, if you don't know, you need to educate yourself. <laughs> On what? If you could give me a, a topic. You know. <laughs> you know. I'm not here don't to educate pretend. you. Don't no. pretend you don't understand. You yeah. Sound like, you sound like my parents. Ah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, Back to 2023, you know, living in the past as as you do. Um, one of the my favorite things of 2023, though, is was discovering that handhelds are really cool. Um, <laughs> and, Don't you guys have phones? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was just such a. I mean, I, I if I get, get if I go in something, I go in hard. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah you do yeah you do i just there's there's not a lot of like like i either care about something a lot or i don't care about it at all um you know if you see behind me there's like this fucking virtual pinball machine which is my last january project and um but the like handheld space and seeing just from like a tiktok ad basically like how cool those that 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 market 
how much it's evolved and what it's become and like um just kind of getting into the the like playing some old games again i think really helped my gaming I don't know, journey which i've been like struggling with for the past couple of years and so like getting into those like simpler older titles that maybe i missed or maybe that i felt nostalgic for like both made such a huge difference for me um like mentally but also was a very slippery slope to like oh here's this like 75 dollar handheld that looks like a game boy this is really cool to like that's really cool but i wish i could play ps2 to, so i guess to getting like a retro yep. and then i'm like this is really cool, but like you got to tweak them a lot and this is very uncomfortable to hold what's next. And so then I got the steam deck and then it was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. You can play PC games and shit on here to like, let's try out this GeForce now thing. Cause I really want to play Baldur's gate to buying a PC with a 4080 in it. Like it was, that was all within, <laughs> you know, when was WrestleMania was in April. So May, June, July, August, so that was five months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of uh you know but here we are here we are and uh yeah here, here we, we are, are and you're better for it <laughs> and then yeah. i got another steam deck because i i can't remember if that i have been on an episode since then but worked it out tax wise to get some some taxes back from uh my job um because... you committed tax fraud to get a... <laughs> Yo, what, what, <laughs> what, what, what does that what does that mean i i worked out some taxes with my job so we we got like a a bit of a i'm, um, I'm claiming nine dependents <laughs> each we of my handhelds like, <laughs> yeah. profit sharing thing towards the end of the year and uh if you are able to purchase things that are relevant to the job you can get the you can get work to reimburse you for those and then because then it's a I'm being reimbursed for something I bought, then it's like not income that's coming in as part of the bonus. So there's no tax on that portion. So, um, uh, you know, is a steam deck. It sounds illegal. No, I mean, all, all taxes are illegal, but, um, but, but you know, this seems like illegal couple, in a different way. <laughs> we have a couple of like schools that run like Minecraft for education clubs. And, uh, you know, is this, would the steam deck be like a viable, alternative to what they're currently using i don't know i'll have to get one to figure it out and um i can tell you right now for minecraft no <laughs> Why not? um r- running minecraft natively on the on the steam deck would be difficult okay because it's Why? a win- it's a because it's a windows um there's no uh, linux version of minecraft no actually you know what there probably is probably bedrock addiction 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 addition yeah Anyway, you know, there's only one way to find out for sure, and that's by testing it. Right. Yeah. That's why, you know, we've got to figure out if it's viable or not. But I can't, did I, I can't remember if I had the OLED one the last time I was on an episode, but uh, so good. Um, Even the, like, but like Shane, you, you got it first, obviously. So you talked about it a bunch, but the, from the, like how much quieter it is to the battery life, like being such an improvement, a lot of the like smaller or like indie titles, or even when I've been streaming from my PC, like uh, the, the ability to turn down the maximum power that it can use. Um, a lot of these titles, it seems like you can play very well, like six or seven Watts. And at that point, I think on the old one, the fan would still ramp up quite a bit. And on the new one, it's like totally silent. Um, so it's so, just feels so nice to use I, even just like like i haven't seen too many people talk about but like the little refinements that they made like the um the joysticks being like black instead of being like beige i think and being a little bit more comfortable the, beige like, beige were they like they're like beige or like gray 
ish oh, on the old those line. are okay i was like hey, what bootleg <laughs> steam deck did you get <laughs> I gotta... um but even like the the texture of the plastic itself is like it's a little bit more gritty and so it just feels like a little bit more comfortable to hold i feel like um and then like worth the price of admission alone is just being able to sit down and press a button on my playstation controller and have the fucking thing wake up yeah um, because yeah. before yeah you had to like go and press the button on the thing to wake it up before you connect the controller um so all these little refinements have been like unreal um i am um, um so the the i came up with i discovered something and i feel like i i need to share this with the world you know how the <clears throat> the new case has the little velcro like flap only on the limited edition one Oh, okay. Well, yeah, never the, mind that. The standard one is the same case except with a different color. Oh, okay. So there's this little flap. Yeah. On there, and I, what I've been doing is just putting the zippers underneath it. Oh, nice. Instead of having to like juggle with them, and th- what is, that is yeah. What is the point of that flap? Um, because it's two cases in one. Yeah, but does so, it? It doesn't just tuck in when you're using the like larger option. No. Um. So. Actually, you know what? I don't know what this flap is for other than just getting it in is the it way. For, so you can charge it while it's in the case? Nope. Nope. You can't do that. Oh. <clears throat> I don't know. Interesting. Do you use the my, my, my DualSense Edge controller case has, has a little, mm. little thing you can pop in to plug oh, it yeah, in while it's in Xbox, the case. Xbox, the Elite controller had a pass through for that too. Um, do you, Logan, it sounds like you haven't used yours very much, but Shane, obviously you have. Do you use the back paddle buttons very much? Yes, I like use for, it for just certain games or for like, do you map them often? Um, I, um, I use them for, um, like toggling sprint mm, instead okay. of having to click like L3. Yeah. I'll use them to like that's, toggle that's sprint. Smart. Yeah. Um, in snow runner, um, you can use them for, uh, like specific, like multiple commands. So you map it to a keyboard button so that you can like turn your oh, lights on multiple or... keys at once yeah yep. oh that sounds really convenient because that's that's one of my big bigger complaints with snow runner is like okay to do this you got to do this and then this and it's like yeah, yeah if well, that was one button that'd be great i don't know how much you've explored as well logan but the like for any game the ability to jump in and see like community created controller layouts as well and like you can i have even, seen some of that yeah, yeah. one, one like of the first things by how many hours they've been played on so you like know what, what mm. are like better ones sort of thing that aspect is really really cool but yeah I'm i didn't know that like, was a thing yeah but, but yeah, yeah i know the, the the first thing i i I tested out when i got it was 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 was, was this game Alyssa? that's this like 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 ps1 style horror game where i guess like the big the biggest issue with it not being steam deck compatible was the controls and so i had to figure out that whole like community controller mm-hmm. thing yeah and Listen. then um yeah i'm always like like i feel like i don't use those paddles very much and i'm always like trying to think of ways to better utilize them but like sprint or like i guess just i don't know whatever you can like remap so you're not having to like move your hands somewhere else i think is a big um a big benefit as well i i ended up buying these i i feel like they're too flush with the case um but i bought on amazon it for like 15 bucks or something these like rubberized pieces that like raise the the back paddles a little bit and make them a little bit more ergonomic um so much more comfortable i feel like to use and hold with those on uh j socks uh the company that made um oh uh, i forgot to send those but they have like um they come with different length backed paddles 
Yeah, I forgot. yeah. I, forgot yeah, I to... think that's probably the same same thing that I I'm using. Yeah, yeah. Which was I like, forgot to send to Logan. It came with uh, like that's a, fine. I'll never know the difference. Yeah, I mean, and the, I, the, I honestly, I would, have I would it. like if you get into it, I would definitely put them on there. They're super cheap, but um, they make those buttons way more useful. I feel like. Yeah, I, I haven't really used the back buttons all that much, but I've I've been mainly been playing like PS1 and PS2 games yeah. where it's like, I mean, I guess if I, I, I like at some point I, I want to go through all the like PS2, like Call of Duty and Medal of Honor games just because I remember really loving those as a kid. Yeah, so it's like this would be a, a good way to play those for those. I guess I could continue my fucking Call of Duty sweat strats and have back button jumping and stuff. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think Call of Duty Frontline uh, <laughs> really requires that. There's no sprint slide. Uh, <laughs> yeah, slide there's cancel. no slide canceling yeah. on D-Day and that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yo, maybe if they, if we had slide canceling, we would have lost less soldiers on D Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have thought dudes had a slide cancel out of the boat. You could just, I could just see some veteran like, yeah, the 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 ramps came down and the machine gun fire opened up, and my whole squad we were we were slide canceling and and we were we were <laughs> battle rifle reloading, and it was uh you know um you know we did uh, glitch hopping and uh, we we made it all the way up to the hill and we. And we, Nicki Minaj and that, was there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, like Cur- a- Colonel Peters was was head glitched on this ledge. It was insane. <laughs> it's accompanied by a History Channel reenactment in black and white. <laughs> one, one of my I, lieutenants I, had a game shark and put big head mode on so we could hit the enemies easier. I've I've had this idea for for a bootleg merch item for so long. It's vaguely related to this conversation in the sense that it's offensive okay, to veterans. Um, but I want to make. Those like veteran hats, you know, that have like the the, the like 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 Vietnam vet with the medals and, and stuff on it. I want to no. make one of those for like Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three Beta veteran. <laughs> I want to do that so bad, but a, a part of me's like, is that going too far? <laughs> no, no. I have that. I, I also in- I feel like one that has to already exist. Two that would be probably terribly offensive. <laughs> can you people. imagine walking through walmart wearing a hat like that and like an actual veteran sees <laughs> and like you? just striking up a conversation it's like there's a it reminds me there's an episode of like curb your enthusiasm where there's like a survivor's dinner which is like meant for um like holocaust survivors um who like larry's dad i think or uncle or something was and mm-hmm. somebody who's going like misunderstands the purpose of the dinner and invites like someone who is a cast member on survivor and then <laughs> the survivor guy and the holocaust survivor get into an argument about who's the bigger survivor <laughs> and uh you, you could do that with if you make yeah, that basically i could yeah. um i <laughs> dude holy shit some of these are actually really funny uh i just searched call of duty veteran on etsy um i want that that shirt I just linked. Um, and there's also a Verdansk veteran shirt. <laughs> but Gulag in the style of Gucci. That's wild. That's hilarious. I know. I think you'd be all right. I think you'd be all right. Yeah, um, I just have to figure out how to even get one made. There's so, like, there's, like, embroidery on every side of those fucking hats. Like, it'd be so expensive to do. Oh, yeah. I have that Todd and Aaron Defense Force hat. Uh, I don't think I have it nearby but it looks like it looks like like a just you know the like navy 
Navy veteran hat or whatever. Uh, it'll be all right. Mm. It'll be all right. Just don't try to go to the VFW with it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or do, or do, or do record, record your... I've done yeah. 150 tours of duty in Verdansk. What are you talking about? I'm five times prestige streaming with respect. <laughs> I have a 2.5 KD, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, how 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 many KDs does your dead homie have? <laughs> Neg- negative well, one. Well, to be fair, they all only have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If you have anything less than a one, you uh, you didn't make it home. <laughs> well, well, uh, you could technically have a higher KD yeah, and you, not make it home. You, yeah. you, I mean, you, yeah, totally. Yeah, you'd have to almost <laughs> unless you killed nobody. Yeah. Like if you got three, but then God got once, then you're at a, th- a three, which is better than your yeah. point five in your in your video yeah. Game. Then then they they are the superior veteran. Yeah, yeah. got it, got um, it. Okay. That's 2023 and a lot of other years. Um, but we're <laughs> in 1944. 1944. Year in review. Go, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Uh, what was your favorite war crime committed by the soviets Uh, actually actually you're canadian so what's your favorite canadian war crime you know we tended to wash over a lot of those things uh especially when i was in high school um we didn't really have like a history class per se it was called social studies and mostly i learned that we were like really nice to everyone and really friendly with the indigenous people and you know everyone had a good time and it wasn't until after i left school that they they started uh uh you know being like actually we're full of shit and uh you know i don't they just think they found teach out those same things yeah and nobody knew apparently um uh i don't think that those uh you know i, I the, the books that we used for those classes probably were written when the like residential schools were still open though so it was um you know we we uh, they did a bad job. Um, here, I'll send you. Let's talk about video games. Um, here, you can digest this later. But um, here's a Wikipedia article on World War II Canadian war crimes. Oh, I bet there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least, um, at least we didn't have that Justin Trudeau though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we killed you know, we killed prisoners who were surrendering. But at least we 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 didn't have a we didn't have a. Hmm, never mind. I heard he's real bad and he's wrecked the country and uh we team wrecked him. We really we really needed a freedom convoy in 1944. <laughs> <laughs> that mural is still up in Nanaimo and uh I think about Shane every time. What, I, what mural? I, I feel like I sent you a picture of it last time we were there. If you search well, I'll just send you a link, but if you search I bet if you search freedom convoy mural, it's like the first one um that appears. Let's see if that's correct or not. It is, yeah, it is the first one that appears. Uh, Images. This, that's in uh, Nanaimo. That's in Nanaimo. The previous page is sending you to an invalid URL. Nope. Damn. Google that censorship's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's... it's Oh, dude, Reddit blocked my VPN, so I can't go to Reddit anymore. <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, good talk. Good talk. There's another one. What have you guys been playing? Yeah, Josh, what have you been playing? Oh, it's not working either. Mm. 
the last since the last time we were on, I finished Final Fantasy 16. Holy, sorry, sidebar. I got it to load. I got it to load. Holy shit! <laughs> I've, I've, we've. I feel like we've I talked about that, and I've, I've literally like the first time I saw it in person. I didn't know it existed prior to that. I made Michaela like pull over so I could send you a photo. I was like, I, this you get out of the car. Into this. You fall to your knees. You're just weeping. <laughs> and then Dude. like the the convoy guys were like, "Oh, you, 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 you're a supporter of the cause." And I was like, "No, I just have a weird friend who'd really like to see this mural." <laughs> <laughs> dude I, I do not remember this in case anyone like this might be our album cover <laughs> well mm, maybe not um but it's a it's, it's a semi truck with like a, a big like rising sun maple leaf with like some pine trees and the truck is like like splitting the waters like moses and it just says freedom like what is the what dude, the, the iconography in this is insane and it's not like like you know this popped up overnight and like somebody it was like vandal like i think it's still there i'm i'm pretty sure it's still there and is it a pokey stop uh, i it, i would imagine <laughs> i would imagine it must be um, that that is insane like, that's a quick way to get removed from people's friends list like you send them a gift from the freedom convoy mural pokey stop that's why, like, when I, when I play Pokemon Go, I can only send the Scientology gifts to people who know me. Because they're, like... Because, <laughs> like, we... Otherwise, it's, like, like, a recruitment tactic. Yeah, like, I've legit had, like, people that I didn't really know that I've added online. Like, send them the Scientology gift, and then all of a sudden you have one less friend. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> a gift's a gift, though, right? Right. It's the thought that counts, and I thought you'd like to be indoctrinated into this cult. <laughs> Whoa! I found uh, I found the the artist has their uh, Instagram handle on that mural, so it's a private account. Um, shocking! You Damn. follow it and then just send us screenshots of of what you see. I'll follow it from the the dynamic resolution show. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. I'm surprised like Courtney hasn't sent that to me or anything. <laughs> That's fucking insane. That's. Oh man! So yeah, nine eleven. If you ever do get to visit, we'll take a photo. I'll take a photo of you in front of it. I don't think that'll ever happen. Okay. So unless I enter illegally, I can do that. There's got there's like got to be a statute of limitations, you know. No, Canada's really strict with letting um any Americans with like a criminal record into the country. So, whoops. Like if you have a DUI or anything, like I don't. But if if you have a DUI or anything, you're banned yeah, there's forever. Been, it's not always because there's a lot of wrestlers that, that have had DUIs, <laughs> and it's always like they're like, "Hey, whichever USO is definitely not going to be there because they can't come into Canada," <laughs> and then they're there. So like, there was a while where they wouldn't let either USO over because yes, they probably yes. couldn't tell which one is which. <laughs> Maybe that's how they got the DUI one over. Is like he just used the other one's ID, uh, and then it was fine. <laughs> There's um there's a podcaster who's like a I don't know like Joe Rogan light um uh, he does like a similar show uh, his name is Sean Ryan and he uh he recently like he, he like interviews veterans and you know um you know fucking shit like that uh but he recently had Dead Mouse on his show <laughs> um uh and he, Dead Mouse was telling him of a story of he was going to LA to like visit a friend and America 
was like, no, you're coming down here to work. He's like, no, I'm literally just going. Jesus Christ. Um, and then he uh, he was like, no, I'm going to go see my friend. And they're like, no, you're coming here to work. You're banned from the United States for seven years. It's <laughs> <was> like, damn, <laughs> damn. And you can imagine what all the comments on that that clip were. What were they? I can't imagine. He should have just came in through the southern border. Right, just let him in. No problem. Yeah, that I didn't. I couldn't picture what the comments were, but now it seems very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Josh, what have you been playing? Let's hear it. Final Fantasy 16? Yeah, I finished it since the last show, and yeah, it didn't get much better. It was. Um, it, you know how sometimes you can, there will be obvious points where you can tell they either ran out of budget or time. So. Like one of the highlights of the game that I mentioned before was like a lot of the boss fights are super like over the top and like cinematic and really flashy and everything. And so not that, the final is that boss good or bad for you. Do you it's, like that or not? It's good for the most part because they're actually you're like actually fully playing them. It's not just like watch it for five minutes and press X every once in a while. But uh, even though there is a little it's bit not, of that, it's not God, it's not God of War Ragnarok then. I haven't played Ragnarok yet, but neither, <laughs> but... Is, neither is Shane. Okay, no. <laughs> so we're in the same. We're in the same. But he saw a TikTok once. I don't watch That's... TikTok. I watch TikToks real. on Instagram. <laughs> Weeks later, I saw, I, saw a te- I saw a Telegram story about it, <laughs> and it's an actual myself. Telegram. <laughs> so it's, much... like, it's describing it in Morse code. <laughs> it's a t- it's a tele- it's it's a fucking Telegram of ASCII art. <laughs> <laughs> takes 45 minutes to send through how, how do you send unicode via morse code <laughs> <laughs> fuck that's oh man anyway. okay, let, no. let josh talk <laughs> fuck you what the fuck what the fuck i stopped talking you interrupted him no i asked him a question about what he was talking about <laughs> fuck you <laughs> And then, yeah, and then, you know, TikTok. TikTok's yeah, you brought up thing. TikTok. You derailed it. This is your fault. <laughs> but, but yeah, so there's like a, a group of enemies that you're fighting throughout the game. And there's one who's supposed to essentially be like the like the leader or the main one or whatever. And they're hyping, up the, hyping him up the whole game. And then when you finally fight him, it's just like, for the most part, a regular ass like human sword fight. And nobody transforms into their monster form or whatever. And like they, they transform really briefly in cutscenes, and then switch back right before you get control of your character back. So I was like, dude, come on! Like you've hyped up this one character the entire game, pretty much, and then all of a sudden, when you finally get to fight him, it's the most fucking basic, nothing happening fight in the whole game. Oh. Like I, I was shocked when the fight ended and the guy actually like was dead, and they had you move on. I was like, wait, he's not going to power up or anything? That was it, really? So it was one of those things. Like I said, it kind of screamed, oh. We're running out of time and or budget. Let's we we blew it all in the last couple fights, so let's just move on and get this over with. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of the complaints I had last week never really changed. So the game feels it's not even a super long game for an RPG, which we'll get to in a little bit. But like I beat it in like thirty six hours. Oh wow! And it oh, still feels, felt it's better for like Final it, Fantasy too. That feels short. That seems so short. Yeah. Yeah, I, depending on the Final Fantasy game, I feel like a lot of the Super Nintendo ones I finished in about like 30-ish hours, and then a lot of the newer ones are like 40 to 50, depending. Yeah. Um. So like compared to shit like Persona, and like it's not 
that long, but it still it still felt like it went 15 hours longer than it should have because so many of the and I don't remember if I talked about the background at all last week, but this game was like produced by the guy who made Final Fantasy 14. So oh, you can yeah, see a lot did. of the MMO influence. Oh, really? And it's so like a lot of the side quests are just really boring fetch quests. But then in between like major story missions, there'll be new story missions where they're also just boring fetch quests that just exist to waste your time until you get to the next major thing. And it just became like it never got better, even when you got closer to the finale where it's like, well, I know that the world's about to end and this is really important, but there's really no one else who can get this wood for me. So if you wouldn't mind going and and going to get 20 logs from across the continent, that would be great. Oh, um, that sounds like uh, an experience Logan and I had. Wasn't, wasn't 16 like really well received as well? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I mean, it has high, re- you know, it has a lot of high reviews and stuff, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like that'll get me going on a whole other rant that'll take too long, but I honestly just kind of feel like marketing and hype goes a lot into it. Mm. And I mentioned this last week because I had said it was a big mistake finishing Hi Fi Rush right before I started it. Because they're they're essentially the same genre. Like, you know, Final Fantasy is supposed to be an RPG, but like 16 plays much more like a Devil May Cry kind of game. Oh, okay. And to me, Hi-Fi Rush was kind of like the, like among the peak of that genre. And then just switching straight back to Final Fantasy 16, where it's just kind of like, you don't really have a lot of attacks. It takes like 20 hours before you unlock your full range of abilities. Um, And then Megan's playing it. She's actually playing it right this second. Um, and she on. made the same. What does she think? D- uh, oh, tell she's... her, tell her to give us a one-word review. Megan, one-word, one-word review of Final Fantasy. Flashy. 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 Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it's a good word. So, so yeah, I mean, it's a really gorgeous game, but it's like the combat. Like she even said to me, like, oh, there's no point in using new abilities because there's not enough experience and ability points to level those up, and at that point, you've already been using all mm-hmm. the other ones prior. So it's like one of those things that feels like it actively um, discourages you from experimenting. And there's not even a oh, whole... Oh, that's a bummer. And there's like, there's not even a whole lot of abilities and attacks to even experiment with. It kind of feels like you're just doing the same after you unlock... Because you can swap between three different types of powers mid-fight. But then once you unlock more than three, then you have to start like unequipping one to make space for the other. But once you Wait, unlock really? three, it feels like the game never really advances past that. Plus, like, that's another thing where, like, say, for Final Fantasy VII Remake, if any of you guys played that, like, in that game, that game's kind of like an action game, but it revolves around swapping manually between each party members to kind of maximize their abilities. And in this game, you just, you do have a party, but you never control them at all. Like, really? So they'll usually attack, they do a good job of attacking enemies that you're not focused on if it's, like, a group of enemies. But if you drop it down to, like, one if you drop it down to like one enemy or if it's like one boss, they'll usually just fucking stand there and watch you get killed. Oh, that's, so, that's frustrating. I was so going to ask so you, sucks. you said that <clears throat> like a, a week or two ago, you said that Megan was playing Final Fantasy 11, 12 or fuck 16. And, and I, um, <laughs> I was going to ask you if, if I got to what's the area in Final Fantasy seven remake, I basically got to, Aerith and stopped. Mm. Should I get Final Fantasy 16? Um, well, when, they play completely different. Final Fantasy you have. 
I, I would say I would say remake's a much better game. So if you oh. stopped because you weren't enjoying it, then I probably wouldn't get sixteen. But they play like Final Fantasy VII remakes an action game at its core, but it still has like a lot of RPG elements to it. Whereas this one, I feel like if they didn't have numbers flying out of the enemies every time you hit them, then no one would be able to tell it was an RPG, oh, or okay. at least that it had RPG roots. Like this, like seriously, it's like a Devil May Cry that goes on for 40 hours with a ton of oh. Fetch quests. Oh, shit. Then I actually might so, like it. So yeah, I was, without, I'll say with like, a fraction like, of the depth of Devil May Cry, though. All right, never mind. Disregard. <laughs> Disregard. Well, there's, like, a, like, there, there's a demo. Oh, so there's a, it's one of those demos where it's literally just like the first like two-ish hours of the game, and then if you play the real one, it'll just copy that save and let you pick up from where a you left off. Demonstration. Yeah, but not, yeah, like a, a lot of the things that you've said, I know are criticisms, but mm-hmm. honestly, kind of sound tight to me because like I've yeah. never been an RPG guy, so it's like a lot of the RPG elements. It's like take those out of the game, and I'm like, oh, and, okay. <laughs> and yeah, a Final Fantasy a game I might enjoy. So love it, right? Well, and that's the thing too because I feel you know I compare it a lot to Devil May Cry and Hi-Fi Rush, but a big plus of games like that, and even like we've talked about god of war a little bit but like the old god of wars and ninja guidance and all those games like a big part of the way that they're designed is they're designed to be able to beat them in like eight or ten hours and then if you liked it enough you go back and do like the speed runs and the boss rushes and the harder difficulties mm-hmm. so like i feel like those games kind of have a better idea of what they are and understand yeah. that you're if you're just doing the same thing for 40 hours um without anything to like mix it up or give you more incentive to keep going back to it that it gets old pretty quick and in a lot of ways just with the padding especially i feel like the developers almost felt obligated to make it 40 hours because it's a final fantasy game but Mm -hmm. the content that like the content that it provides and like the type of gameplay that it focuses on aren't like don't really support a 40 plus hour game if that Mm -hmm. makes sense what and do you then, think is what do you, or sorry finish your thought then i have a question oh, oh no go ahead what do you think is in your mind of all the ones you've played what is the worst final fantasy game ever oh um that's honestly probably one just because it's so fucking it's such a fucking nightmare to navigate like it gets to a point where i think about halfway through it there's a character in the game that tells you where to go next because otherwise the game doesn't really tell you but then, and it's just part of that NES jank, I guess. But the it gets to a certain point when you talk to that character, she just goes, haha, don't you like my dancing? And she doesn't tell you shit anymore. <laughs> so you have to just kind of keep, you have to start like wandering around the map blindly until you stumble upon the cave that's the right one. Mm. And it was anno- it's annoying to play with the newer versions that have a lot of quality of life improvements. Mm. But if you go by just basically the basic like NES version that released initially, it's like you're, you're like way when the game starts you're under leveled against the enemies outside the main <laughs> outside the main village so you're like constantly getting your ass kicked you start off with no weapons or equipment in the original um if your characters die there's no phoenix downs you have to go to a walk it's kind of like dragon quest so you have to walk back to a church and have them like pray to revive dead characters but the cost to revive the dead characters is way more than you can afford at the beginning Whoa. so like so for that very for that really like for that initial nes version which is kind of amazing to me that the franchise ever got off the ground after how <laughs> abysmal this is but yeah. it's like 
you know, if you if you're unlucky and you get killed early and in, enough into the game, like you pretty much just have to restart because you're not going to have enough money or equipment to be able to revive your dead characters. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. Wasn't there um, wasn't there a bug in the first one where I think like weapons, it could be it could be one or two, but the uh, it's like, hey, this this weapon is strong against this type of monsters. But that was never programmed into the game, mm. like uh, weaknesses, like elemental weaknesses or something. And then um, I do know there was a a bug uh, that was called the Peninsula of Power. Is that mm-hmm. ring, ring a bell? Uh, not too much. No. There was uh, in in the starting area, you could go up to like a peninsula. You're supposed to like, go across the river, and that's like late game. But right. you go you go up to a peninsula on your side, and it apparently like juts into the um like zone for the higher level monsters and you can like grind higher level monsters on the on this peninsula and then just like steamroll through the starting level of the game Hmm. that doesn't sound familiar but that almost sounds like a final fantasy 2 thing but i wouldn't be surprised if it's one yeah two had a weird level system that's in a way it's kind of like the elder scrolls games where you're each individual ability levels up based off of how much you use it Mm. so it's one of those things where it's like to raise your hp you just had to keep getting hit over and over again and your defense would automatically go up but there wasn't like a traditional xp system in that game so that probably fits more one since you're saying level grinding on stronger enemies yeah um yeah peninsula of power was in final fantasy oh there's final fantasy one two three four six yeah Depending on the location on the grid, the player traversing the world map is standing on, different enemies will be encountered. Sometimes due to a programming oversight, grid squares with encounters designed for one area overlap with land from another area. This often allows <laughs> monsters intended to be fought when the party reaches a certain part or area in the story to be fought earlier. Yeah. So basically, uh, um, yeah. God, this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Okay. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but Megan's playing it now. And I guess her saying flashy actually made me think just kind of um, back to what I was implying about the reviews and stuff. I feel like a lot of times the reviews really get caught up in the storytelling and the graphics, but then when it gets down to how it actually plays, like that's kind of an afterthought, which is kind of what I prioritize when I play. Because I'm like, you know, if the graphics are really good and the story is really good, but the game is boring to play then i might as well just watch it on youtube and save 70 dollars. that's fair but yeah. um but yeah like i'm glad i played it i feel like i liked it more than 15 but that's not a high bar <laughs> to clear because 15 <laughs> if you guys remember was just notorious for being almost completely unfinished right like the second half of the game just didn't exist pretty much they hit mm-hmm. the fast forward buttons and rushed you through it as fast as possible and like a big chunks of the story were divided up against between like movies, anime, DLC. Yeah. And right. then the story was never even fully finished because Square Enix decided it was a financial failure and canceled the last like two DLCs they planned, which were supposed to f- fully wrap up the story. Even so. after like, because I remember the there was like the Royal Edition, which I thought included everything, but that even still wasn't finished. <laughs> Well, the plan was that the Royal Edition included the four DLCs that had yeah. been released up to that point, but there were supposed to be two more after that. Jesus. Yeah. And they canceled. Like, the Royal Edition, I think, was them kind of cashing out and being like, okay, yeah, yeah. 
we're just going to re we're just going to bundle this resell it and then that's it we're not giving you guys any more money to finish the last Which couple I, like i feel like after something like that if like it was like okay now i've put like 60 or however many hours into this thing i mm-hmm. and then like i just feel like i'd be like cool i'm never buying another game in this franchise again if it's not like they just won't finish it and then never finish mm-hmm. it and then you yeah. give that time commitment and that financial commitment and i feel like i would be so mad I, yeah, I, I think I their way of has anything oh, to do ahead. with uh, the way that they were saying before Final Fantasy 16 came out that like there wasn't going to be DLC mm. that like the game th- we, this is like a complete thing. <laughs> yeah, mm. I I wonder like if that was like off the back of of that fucking issue with 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 Final Fantasy 15. They're like, okay, look, it's if you buy the game, it's done. <laughs> and only after it was successful they were like okay here's a little bit of dlc right yeah probably because i'm sure that shook up a lot of people's confidence in the in the games but yeah so overall i mean it was fine it wasn't the greatest probably on the lower half of final fantasies for me but i'm glad i played it and i'll probably try to go back and platinum it one day just so i'll never have to play it again Just speed uh, round for comparison. What's your, um, what is your favorite and least favorite, like modern, and mod by modern I would say like PS2 or later games in the franchise. Um, I would say favorites ten, least favorite is fifteen. Okay. Base. <clears throat> I remember, um, the song in ten. Um, let me see if I can get the name of it. Hold on. 10 is always one I've wanted to go back to and mm. just haven't, but one day. Have you ever finished it at all or no? I don't think that I finished it. I think I got very far and then did not play 10 2 either, but I remember being excited for 10 2 because obviously that was like the first sequel and right. Yeah. I loved from what, what I, what I played of 10. Um, right. And it seemed more accessible than ever, obviously with the HD versions and the PC versions and everything like that. But just feels mm-hmm. like a commitment. Yeah. But the thing about it, now that you finished Baldur's Gate, it's like you could finish Final Fantasy X like three times in the time That's it took true. you to finish Baldur's Gate That's once. That's true. I think I always like, because my the time I most played Final Fantasy, I feel like was like the PS1 era, um, mm-hmm. where they felt like they were very long or, or I was bad at them. And so they took a very long time. But like I, whenever I think about a Final Fantasy game, I'm always like, it's a hundred hours. It's a it's a mm-hmm. minimum hundred hours, and I don't have that, or I don't feel like I have that. But you know, yeah, if it was like thirty hours, maybe. Yeah, like I feel like it depends on the game. Like Final Fantasy VI, I think I I did almost everything you could do, and my playtime yeah. was like forty. Yeah, yeah and then it's not bad. And then like um, like again, we were just talking about Final Fantasy fifteen. I I didn't do everything, but I did a lot in Final Fantasy fifteen. I think my end playtime was like thirty. Well, no, really? Again, we were talking about how the game is cut into pieces, yeah, yeah. though, so it's not. It wasn't even really a full thing. But yeah. I've also had so, like yeah, a just... hankering to play Tactics again. I remember loving Tactics Advance. Oh, oh dude, yeah. Tactics Advance. Yeah. Oh, second, that's my second favorite one. Yeah. I'm really glad and that you like brought it that up. Looks uh, like the Steam Deck screen is so good for Game Boy Advance um, as well with the resolution and the aspect ratio. Like that's been one where I like added it to to like the Steam home screen like right away and just haven't made it to it yet. But like, and especially like being able to have like fast forward and stuff as well to like 
get through some stuff more quickly on there. Oh, it'd be so good. Mm-hmm. All yeah. uh, never mind. No, that's a stupid tangent. Disregard. We never do those. I know. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm all like congested and a, a little sick today, so I'm like, yeah, I don't need to go on a tangent about weird <laughs> flash games from the nineties. <laughs> I think we were all in our sick era right now. Oh yeah. In different degrees. <laughs> sick. But, <laughs> but yeah, but after I finished sixteen, I jumped straight into What the fuck our- is going on with Logan right now? <laughs> <laughs> My cat's licking me. Yeah, but you I were just, like, I just moved my mic away so that you can't hear. But you were like head back, like eyes closed, like yeah. <laughs> my eyes weren't closed. I was just trying to watch, but it's like at an angle, you know. <laughs> Your big yeah. brain no, looks it, like it, it. Kind of hurts because her cat tongue, but I let her do it because mm. I love her. Mm. Mm. A little I was, bit sus that a, statement. I was just a, at a stand-up show the other day, t- and they were talking about dick sucking cats. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> were there yeah, were like, there chairs huh were there chairs um i mean yeah so it was a sit so down stand up well someone was standing up it just wasn't us stood up to leave they need, the, they need, to, they need, to, they need to be more specific yeah right uh, <laughs> that's what that's what i was wondering <laughs> yeah happy birthday by the way oh thank you yeah, that's what that's how I spent my birthday listening to, listening to dick sucking cats. Okay, <clears throat> I'm sure I can but find yeah. some 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 fan art for you. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I know where to find it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. thank you though. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, but yeah, so video games. So when we were uh, like right after I finished Final Fantasy, I jumped onto my project of finish Persona three and four before they leave a Game Pass. Also, because <laughs> I wanted to do that before Persona three remake came out. Mm in early february and that's sure as fuck not happening because i haven't had as much free time as i was expecting and persona 3 itself is a fucking monster of a game to play so right now i'm at like 25 hours it should take another maybe 30 ish hours to finish and i got three days to do it <laughs> Jeez. Um, it's only 10 hours a day yeah i think as i can long use you do the, off- maybe the like offline trick as well or is that yeah if i really have to i'll do the offline trick but What's if that? anything um, where if you take your Xbox offline, you could keep playing Game Pass games that are expired. Wow. Yeah, so it gives I'm you still banned from uh, Bing Rewards. Oh, you are? I'm yep. still... All three of my accounts that I manage are still running. Jesus. Uh, and, um, yeah, I was... I have... I try to be... I don't know how close they look into it or not, but be, all of your stories made me super paranoid, so I'm always like, all right... Well, stay on each page like for ten seconds, so it looks like I at least read uh, read the beginning of the story before I switch to the next <laughs> one, and like stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so it's just like I feel like I'll get through it faster now because you know how people were making fun of Starfield, where they were like, "Oh, it gets good after the first ten hours." Yes. Yeah. So Persona Three was like the first Persona game I really played, and that's like the first of the modern Personas with all the like uh, dating sim, life sim aspects to it. So when I first played it all the way back on PS2, I had a hard time with it because you couldn't control your party members and sometimes they would just do the dumbest shit. And so I gave up on the game on PS2. And then I've tried picking it up here and there and always had trouble. And then so this time again, I kept putting it off because I was like 15, 16 hours and nothing happened yet, really. Just really, really small story bits. The gameplay is 
good, but it's way it's a big downgrade from four and five, obviously, because they're like 10 years apart. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And then so I'm like looking it up online, like, does anyone else have trouble getting into this? And then a lot of this conversation is like, no, dude, just stick with it. It gets good at like Mm. 20 hours. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, well, I really want to finish this game. It's the only one from the newer, like the modern ones that I've never finished. So let's keep uh, pushing through. And it's getting better now. I'm in like hour 25 and uh, pretty much. So they were right. Well, yes, they're right to an extent because it's better <laughs> but i wouldn't exactly say it's super <laughs> engaging yet yeah, but okay. but like i could see the pieces falling into place where now okay like the purpose of what you're doing after like you know the length of like four normal games i'm finally getting to the point where the picture's starting to come together and i'm starting to see what's uh like what the objective is and who the bad guys are and why we're doing you're, what you're, we're you're doing you're just you're just desperately trying to justify this sisyphean task ah. <laughs> yeah just, 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 no no i'm start. i'm starting to i'm starting to see the value in it that this is good <laughs> this is good for me i just right. gotta keep pushing this bowler up this hill because <laughs> like people who love this game swear by it and i'm just and like the fighting game that came out it's kind of a the fighting game's a sequel to both three and four narratively so i know a lot of what happens at the end of three just because i played the fighting game so much so i'm like that's kind of what's driving me to i'm like okay so how what how do we get to that point? Cause it sounds really cool, but so far nothing's happening. Um, but I feel like, I feel like I'll be able to do it. I just need to turn my brain off and use Xbox cloud on my phone more while I'm out and just push through. Um, like, and then speaking I, I, of, too, I know that the, like the persona games are highly regarded and, and I know that they're supposed to be really great, but mm-hmm. I, I cannot stress enough how, not a single aspect of these games speaks to me like dating sim uh anime game fucking a thousand hours like there is nothing in these games that makes me actually like think i should play this you you just like to play 10 hour games for a thousand hours it's more fun to play a fun 10 hour game for a thousand hours than a not fun game for a hundred but it gets better at hour 90 (laughs) i'm sure it does so that speaking of it's funny because like the the i and i'm assuming this is why everyone says it gets better at this point because you know weebs but like i got to a beach scene where all your characters go to the beach and you have the one and it's funny because I'm watching this beach scene that I've never seen before in Persona 3. And I'm like, this is like exactly what happens when they went to the beach in both Persona 4 and 5. <laughs> I'm like, you have your one character who's over exuberant and he's like super perv and is like talking to all your female colleagues like, oh, my God, she's walking out in a bikini. And then they still <laughs> like yeah. slap him or mock him. And oh, then, nice, like, nice tits, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, they uh, and then it's like eventually... They're like, oh, they they're mad at us because we're sexually harassing them. Let's go sexually harass some strangers. So then you'll walk around and all the girls are rejecting them. And then you finally go up to a girl who's like into you. And then they like let it's the character that they're hitting on lets it slip that they're actually like trans. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, run away. It's trans, it's a trans person. <laughs> You know what? Whoa. I think I will play this game now. This sounds great. This sounds yeah, awesome. Running away that, from trans funny. people? I'm in. <laughs> I'm so it's like, now. And, and it's like each each game's got a little bit better in that aspect, but it's still not great. And since this is like the first one, obviously, it's like, oh no, it's trans run. 
And it's like they're always hitting on high schoolers, so it feeds into that stereotype. It's pretty terrible. But <laughs> high schoolers, you say? Now I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's funny that Logan that you mentioned how like so much of it's the same because I literally played that beach scene this morning and I was like, what the fuck? Like it's, it's, it's like this one I feel like is more in your face about it, but this one was like I it's like I've played this twice already. I know I have in both <laughs> in, like, in uh, both Persona games. Like a part of me wants to try to play Persona One because it's a mm. it's like a highly rated PS One game. It's like okay, at least as a PS One game, there's something that like kind of speaks to me. But then mm. I also hear like because no, it Persona looks like One's garbage. <laughs> yeah, because it's well, it, a modern anime game looks worse to me than a polygonal mess of a PS One game. And even then, I would say the PS1 games are good. It's just that they're completely different. Like, 3 onwards might as well be a different franchise, pretty much. Really? And so, like, when, like, Persona 2, there's, like, no... Persona 1 and 2, there's, like, no social aspects. The combat is, like, weird grid-based strategy thing. The navigation, I think, is, like, this first-person dungeon crawling. Yeah, that that immediately kind of sells me more on it. It's like, oh, it's this game, but in a way that I might like it. Right, yeah, and it's like, they're not bad games, it's just that they're completely different, and a lot of people started, because even when they first came out, the the Persona games on PS1 were expensive, and yeah. RPGs were a lot more niche until, like, Final Fantasy VII kind of blew up the genre a bit, Yeah, and then even then, if someone played Final Fantasy VII and then went to Persona 1 or 2, they're like, what the fuck is this shit? Where's all the, <laughs> like, where's all the robots and the, and the, and the cutscenes and stuff? But, um, but yeah, they're good games, they're just different. I feel like I was going to say I've always been <clears throat> interested in that series since like a certain game on PS2 that I've still never played. But then I just looked it up and that was actually Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Aren't, aren't they in the Wait, same universe? I have though? no idea. But the digital. Not, not same universe, but they're like the same friend. <clears throat> it's like Shin Megami Tensei is like the father, like the main uh, franchise. Okay. Oh, so they And then really... every other game is a spinoff of Shin Megami uh, Tensei. Okay. So. Persona is actually a spinoff that completely overtook ah, the main okay. series in popularity. Yeah, it was when just reading about Digital Devil Saga when it came out. Digital Derek? I Digital Devil Derek? I don't remember anything about it now, but I remember thinking that was really cool. And like for hmm. that was in 2005. So for almost 20 years, I've been like, I should, pl- I gotta play this game at some well, point. I think, <laughs> they released a di- I think they released a remake of one. It might have been that one. I'm not sure, but there's a remake on 3DS that came out not oh, yeah. that long ago. Yeah. Wasn't Digital Devil Saga uh, the GameCube like card battler? No, that was uh, Bot and Katos or whatever. Uh, Which just got released as an HD. No, 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 no. I know Bot and Kaitos, but Lost Kingdom. No, there was a Mega Man Battle <laughs> Network. <laughs> there was a Shin Megami Tensei that was on the GameCube that. Hold on. I got to consult uh, Shin Megami Tensei GameCube. <clears throat> Five? No. Five just came out on Switch. Yeah. What was... There was a game that was on the GameCube. Um... There was a game that was in the Shin Megami oh, universe. Called... There's... I just looked it up. All GameCube card-based RPGs, and it seems like there's Bot and Kaitos, Lost Kingdoms, and Fantasy Star Online Episode 3, apparently. Hmm. What is the game that's in the Shin Megami universe that was on the GameCube? 
I, I searched for Shin Megami GameCube, and the first result was, I wish we had Mega uh, Shin Megami Tensei games on GameCube. So That was actually Shane's post from 2007. Yeah. <laughs> yeah huh. I, don't, I don't think so. I think we might be thinking of something else. Um, I remember them reviewing it on X-Play, like, years ago. Oh, that was probably... That was probably just them thinking it was on GameCube and not knowing what they were talking about. Fair enough. <laughs> huh. Yeah, all of my, my first pages of Google is, why didn't Atlas ever release Nocturne or Digital Devil Saga on GameCube? Why are yeah, maybe, maybe that's Nocturne? A, yeah, maybe that's a me thing. I made, I made the mistake. <clears throat> but yeah, now, but, now, um, now X-Play is just Adam Sessler on Twitter saying he hates gamers. Yep. <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, Adam yep. Sessler. I give his <laughs> games a re- review of gamers five out of five. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, but there was a trailer that just came out for the Persona Three remake, and it looks fucking amazing. It looks like Persona Five, which is great to me because that's my favorite. I guess that's another thing about it too is that Persona Three and Four are all randomly generated dungeons, and I think Persona One and Two also, whereas Five has like actual like pre-designed levels. So. Mm. Looking forward to that. And then, real quick, I finished the Pokemon epilogue that came out that I didn't even know was a thing until <laughs> it was already out. The fuck? Pokemon but, epilogue? So, like, back in the day, they would have special events, and a lot of times Japan would be the only one to get them unless you hack them in with a Game Shark. But you'd have to go to, like, a physical place to get a special item that would unlock, like, a <laughs> small, like, area to get, like, a and super secret here, legendary why Pokemon. You buy some more Pokemon products. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That was the idea. And then when they discovered the internet you were able to they got rid of the cool like little levels and stuff and it was just like oh here download the pokemon you're done so now they went back to that i like special item thing for this epilogue but instead of it being free for everybody you have to beat you have to buy and beat both dlc chapters before they'll let you use it so um but i don't know what i was expecting but it wasn't what we got it was just it was like an hour long it was super short but it was really weird like this Evil Why even po- play Pokemon at this point? They all look like fucking garbage. They look like trash. Except that I trash mean, the new one. Games run... cool. Yeah, the trash one. Well, the trash one comes from the best Pokemon game. So, Whoa. Like... So, you know, they were onto something, I think. They, they, we need more trash Pokemon. But, um, but yeah. Uh, it's about, like, you gather up all your friends who are, for some reason, missing from the DLC. You visit the DLC place with them, and then it gets terrorized by a mochi monster who turns everyone into chicken-dancing mochi zombies when they eat their special ghost mochi. What so, the fuck it. did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> None of those words are in the Bible. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? So, uh, yeah, you just go around. All your friends obviously turn into mochi zombies. You have to beat them. It gives you an excuse to fight them again at a higher level. Then once you beat them all, you fight the Pokemon itself. And one small cool thing was that they hint at uh, background lore that they never tell you if you use certain Pokemon against it. Like, they'll have special cutscenes where they'll, like, confront each other or all mad at each other or whatever. Which hmm. is cool. It's something that they never usually do. But uh, other than I'll that... Ke- uh, I'll keep it a buck with you, Chief. That sounds fucking dumb. <laughs> oh what the the epilogue it's the whole thing yeah yeah i mean it was but i mean <laughs> pokemon's usually dumb because it runs like shit and my pokemon are falling through the environment and the and the npcs are walking through the middle of my battle which makes it drop to five frames a second 
So like huh. intentional stupidity, that is a much, uh, uh, much, um, much improved over what the, the stupidity is that we usually get. Man, uh, I haven't played a Pokemon game in a long time, and uh, <laughs> I don't remember anything like that. So it seems that series is really falling from grace. <laughs> the closest thing I can remember, I this remember is again, Pokemon from... <laughs> Emerald running pretty all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I have my own glitch videos, but when you get a chance, you should look up the Scarlet and Violet glitch videos because those games are a fucking disaster, technically. And then people are like, oh, you know, it's it's the Switch's fault. The Switch is bad hardware. And I'm like, bro, like Xenoblade runs is a much more complex game that runs so much better than Pokemon. But like, how do these games run so poorly? Like, they're not they're not changing the engine, are they? Well, this one they did, which is why I think people give them a little rope to work with but it's like this one was their first one that they tried to do a full like open world but uh, it's like you know characters that are more than two inches away just pop in out of nowhere and oh if there's more than five pokemon on the screen the <laughs> frame rate drops into negatives it starts going backwards that switch to remaster um, that's gonna be solid another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Oh yeah, I'm sure they'll have both versions combined on one I, cartridge. I wonder if that's what they. I wonder if you oh, sorry. <clears throat> like if you were to to play it on like like emulated. I wonder if all the popping and stuff is the same, or if it's if it runs a lot better, like without tweaking it. Oh yeah, I have no idea. I've never looked into yeah. it. That is one funny thing they actually did do though with Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, the remakes that came out. Um, they had um. Like I guess data miners found out that every cartridge was actually both games, and it just has oh a switch God, really? in the it, it has like a Damn. switch in the code that just says which version is this, and then it locks you out of the rest of the content. Wild, <laughs> that but that's that's insane. But yeah, but yeah, Pokemon's <clears throat> falling off pretty hard. Like, like the funniest thing I remember from a Pokemon game was again my favorite ones, black and white. They just got really tongue in cheek with some of like the map barriers so it was like you know how games will be like oh you can't go here because of whatever reason and you have to advance in the story more like there was just like this wall yeah pretty much so like there was this one road it was just like a row of like five or six of like the fat npcs that were just blocking the way 
And when you talk to them, they just, they just, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Except they made, they made a little bit more sense. So what, <laughs> what they said when you talked to them was like, there's like, they said something like, we're standing here for no reason. And then one day we will leave for no reason. And then, <laughs> and then you go back and you like, that's you, some, advance, you get more right. badges or whatever. And then you come back and they're just not there anymore. That's so funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like but, yeah. Pokemon is... Pokemon's... Derek, I'm going to fucking strangle you. What's Talk into your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you like you have your ear pointing in your microphone. And I've been watching your waveforms just get smaller and smaller That's, and smaller. I'm just quiet all... and I'm losing my voice. Is that better? Is that better? That me? is immensely better. It's, uh... <laughs> it's like, hey guys, it's Derek. What's happening? Like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. I had to address it. Um, Pokemon seems so inaccessible to like. (laughs) Like I got out of Pokemon at like after Gold and Silver, probably. And why do you make it sound like heroin? (laughs) I mean, it is basically. Um, Dude, the way that people defend the new games, it might as well be. (laughs) Um, It sounds like the people saying they just need one more fix. Like, I've tried to jump back in at different points, and it's just like it's so hard because they feel so familiar. Like it's like it feels like the same game, just with like same game two more sloppy. Same game two more sloppy. <laughs> um, like it just like especially the way they start and and everything. Like it's just so formulaic. It feels like, but then also you don't even have the like nostalgia aspect of like recognizing anything that you're seeing. Like everything right. is just a completely new Pokemon. Um, and it's like, it, it's a barrier that I've like, like several times have been like, I should try another Pokemon game or try like a Pokemon ROM hack or something like um, there's, there's, a there are of, some really cool Pokemon. Yeah. ROM yeah. Like there. I started mm-hmm. one fairly recently and it's just like it's so hard to stick with. And, and 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 I feel like it's just because I don't recognize anything, and it just seems yeah. like a barrier that's so hard to get over. Like if you haven't, if you're not either a kid who is like, I'm getting into Pokemon, or if you haven't just followed it for 25 years or whatever, it just seems like mm. impossible to get back into. And then I'm just like, yeah. I can't wait till they remake Pokemon Red again because I'll play the shit out of that. Like, no, no. I, <laughs> did I, you I ever play like, Let's Go? No, I did not play Let's Go. Cause yeah, because that's essentially a that's, Red and yeah, Blue remake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Sorry, Logan, but, go ahead. But, but not yet. Like that that that's like that's like exactly my experience. It's like I can replay like like Pokemon Silver or, or, or like or like fucking Sapphire over and over again because I saw that face, Shane. No, I'm face. no no. I I pulled up Metacritic and I'm, I I I pulled up our friend, the only one here. <laughs> and um yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, I, I thought you were giving me shit for for Pokemon Sapphire. No, no, that's but, my favorite one. Same, same. Uh, but but yeah, it's like I can play those endlessly. When when the I literally got a 2ds to get the Pokemon like Alpha Sapphire remake because I was like, it's my game, I'm back. But I never touched any of, of the others. I cannot make it past Gen Gen three. Be, my brain immediately shuts off. Anything before that, I love. But I cannot go forward at all. Which is, it's also so funny because, like, even if you're playing playing the old ones, like, <clears throat> like I, you just once I find the six dudes I like, I like never change them again. And so, so it, um, it, it's funny. I I've never completed a Pokemon game because I I never completed one as a child, mm. and I have no nostalgic tie to the end of a Pokemon game. 
So my favorite part of Pokemon games is starting them and playing them for like 20 hours. Right. And then at that point, it's like, well, I've had my fun <laughs> and I just I stop. And then if I want to play it again, I just start again. It's like I've never <laughs> seen the end of a Pokemon game because that's not the part I like. Yep. That sounds remember, like a Nuzlocke challenge almost. <laughs> I, I remember uh, like back in the day, Pokemon Blue, um, like the the Mew under the truck myth mm-hmm. <laughs> and i remember yeah. playing all of blue without doing the saint anne um side quest just to use push <laughs> on that fucking truck and i'm like damn it doesn't work damn uh, fucking uh cheat code central uh led me astray that's when he stopped trusting the media <laughs> <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> no, but it's funny that you guys mentioned a lot of the same points about, and then especially what you were saying, Derek, about how everything, it's like you start the new game and everything's just like new and unfamiliar. But the funny thing, like back to black and white, um, that was actually like the boldest game they've ever made because that one, they literally scrapped the entire roster and after you beat the game, you could trade old ones in, but it had a brand new, like 150 Pokemon mm. roster. And that sounds that, awesome. That, that they, almost feels that almost seems more approachable versus like yeah. there's just you go in this world and there's like 900 things and like, but also it's like a weird thing because like why do you who cares really like they're not like characters per se they're just like sprites with moves and so what do I care what they look like or what they're I'm, fucking I'm name sorry is? I have to uh, I have to point out the biblically accurate wwf belt behind derek right now <laughs> like, what is what what ha- what happened what's what is that i'm trying to think of a joke but i can't it's the spirit of my champ shining through first first edition oh man <laughs> but it's getting like, brighter that was... <laughs> Is it's golden hour? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm terribly sorry, but <laughs> that's good. But no, I was just saying that was the funny thing because I like I swear by those games like Black and White are like the best ones, mm-hmm. and a big part of the reason is because I had followed Pokemon the entire time, and it was the first time since the very first games where everything felt completely like fresh really? and new because yeah. everything was brand new. Um, it had like this really cool like scrolling 3D maps with the 2D sprites. It had fully like full motion for all the Pokemon sprites mm. when you fought them. They tried to get really in depth with the story. Like the, st- the story Scarlet and Violet, actually one of the high points is a story, but that was the first time since black and white, they tried to do like a real story where the bad guys were essentially debating like the morality of capturing Pokemon and forcing them to really? fight <laughs> with you uh, for you. And like your main rival, it was, a it wasn't directly pointed out, but your main rival, who's the one who's like, pointing out how cruel it is i guess to use pokemon to fight like every time you fight him he has a completely different set because he only like uses them once and then lets them go because he doesn't believe in like capturing them i guess and so cool and is a much more interesting story than totally than guys being like no we need to flood the earth (laughs) (laughs) too much water So yeah i mean it was really cool and then like that was the first pokemon game to have a direct sequel and this is something that they've never done. They've never done since either. But it was like if you started the sequel, you had the option to pop, uh, to put in the first game, and it would pick up on like certain story choices and Pokemon that you've caught in the first game, and then the story would change in the second game based off what you did. 
So that was like, they've never had story continuity like mm. that between like save files. So it was a great game. And for all those reasons I just talked about is a big reason why it was the lowest selling games in the franchise. Because people were like, that sounds so we don't recognize cool shit. in comparison though. Yeah, that yeah. sounds so much better. <laughs> They're like, we know we don't recognize shit. We want Pikachu and Charizard for the 50th fucking time. I mean, that's also so, what I want. So give me a mix. Yeah, of right. So ever since then, they've had zero story again up until scarlet and violet and for and every like maybe new... that's like well that's just what i've jumped into is like these games that like feel formulaic because they have no story really but it's also not doesn't have the nostalgic piece and so like why am i playing it if like mm-hmm. the story is not going to engage me enough to carry me forward and also yeah like the sprites aren't the sprites i care about so like <laughs> right i don't know but like the black and white that sounds quite interesting actually and more like self-contained almost which um Mm -hmm. feels have you tried any um 2ds ds ds games on the steam deck um no no i haven't okay Mm -hmm. but yeah i would if you guys yeah if you guys ever are up to it i'd highly recommend black and white yeah, I think those games are phenomenal. Yeah, I still think like that's an, peak Pokemon. That sounds like an intriguing one for sure. Or I could play a ROM hack, a Pokemon Red, and you know, yeah, you, you could <laughs> um, play Pokemon, Pokemon Ultraviolet. Or All right, here's Radiant here's a question: Red is supposed to be very good. Those fucking Pokemon trading card games on the Game Boy, though, those are peak Pokemon. Those are so good. The second one I think oh, never I came out game. here, but I played a tra- like a translated ROM, and it's just like stellar. Here's we a question. Talking about that. Who would you was, rather have uh, as your next door neighbor, Pokemon Black or Pokemon White? Well, I always pick the second version regardless. Okay. Any any reason why you pick the second version or just because I picked because... blue initially because of Blastoise and then ever since then I'm just a, I'm just going to stick with the second version. Do you think the from do now you think on. the first named version just inherently sells more? Like if it's Pokemon Red so. and Blue, Pokemon Gold and Silver, like that first one, do you think it does like a noticeable percentage higher than the second one just because it's first? That's interesting. <clears throat> it's hard to tell because with Nintendo's um, like sales figures, they combine them. Mm. Uh, but mm. I just know going off of like forums and stuff, usually when they have separate forums for each game, the first one is the one that's way more populated. Right. I guess it also doesn't really matter because, like, in, in most cases, it's, like, the same game but with a few changes. So it's not like they're developing two completely different things and they're like, well, this fucking the Silver team, they just can't get it right. Like, why is the, why are their games? Can, <laughs> they, they sell so much less. Like, it's, you know, mm. essentially the same thing. Ow. Yeah. Ooh. That would be really yeah. interesting data to go through, though. Hmm. But yeah, that's about it for me. I just dove into Elden Ring really quick because I got sucked into those PlayStation reward things. Like, I didn't know those were those existed until I got mm. a pop-up notification, like those profile icons. And I was trying to find this boss with less than, like, 12 hours to go on Elden Ring so I could unlock something on my PlayStation profile. And I ran on, into, on like, the first note, story. <laughs> if anyone listening has PlayStation Stars points, they can start expiring later this year. So you should start redeeming those for, for PlayStation credit. Yeah, I have like 300 coins and I have no idea where they came from. So that's, I'm glad you mentioned that. Turn your um, coins into stars. Turn your stars into, into, into minutes. Sounds like a free to play game. <laughs> sounds like, <laughs> sounds like Derek trying to get <laughs> PlayStation churning. now. Yeah, churning. 
my place <laughs> yeah, I, I will have you know on november 18th my playstation <laughs> plus or whatever it's called today uh expired and i haven't even thought about it so you when you were like <laughs> do you play any of the playstation plus games that awakened some new knowledge that i didn't yeah. have before and then i was like i don't fucking need this <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i'm trying my best not to get sucked into this but knowing me i'll probably get sucked into it but i i ran into the wrong boss on elden ring fought him for like four hours and then just decided i'm never playing video games again <laughs> dude I'm i've never done. been i've never been a from soft guy but i spent like 80 hours in elden ring because hmm. i just picked a direction and went that way and i just I spent so long just exploring and at one point like one of my friends like asked where I was in the game and I was like I don't know I haven't beat any bosses yet but here I am on the map and he's like what the fuck are you doing there you're, <laughs> you're so under leveled what the fuck are you doing and I'm like I don't know dude I'm just fucking going around you know I, know. I, I, fuck, I get a lot I of experience around. from this from this one guy I'm able to kill so yeah <laughs> yo I'm on this peninsula of power like what the fuck <laughs> Or you no, just keep it, fighting it, it the took, same three soldiers over and over again next to a save took, point so you can keep reviving like, them. It took me like 45 hours to find Godric. <laughs> no, like, that's where I was. I'm, that's who it was. <laughs> I was. I found Godric at like hour three. And I'm like, all right, cool, let's fight him. And then four hours later, I'm still fighting him. No, yeah, I, I remember finding... <laughs> this game finding sounds dumb. Elden Ring's really good. Uh, but but well, I, the thing I, about I, Elden I remember, Ring... I, I remember hmm. like when I was exploring... Where you come out of Godric's castle in the back, I found that before I had found the castle. So I remember thinking, like, huh, that looks like a thing I could go in, but it doesn't let me go in there. That's weird. And I just kept going. (laughs) I I was just exploring. And it took me so long to get through his castle and beat him and come out that side. And I was like, oh, I was at the end. Yeah, like I got stuck on him so bad I never actually found the boss that I needed for the challenge and then that was that was it. I hmm. missed out on that avatar icon that I'll never look at even if I would have got it <laughs> forever or until the next time they bring it up. Um I want to talk for a second or two, multiple seconds. Um I uh played some 6 Days in Fallujah with a buddy of mine. Um that game recently had an update where they added three more missions and that game plays so much better than it did. Like even a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. um, it just keeps, it's, it's like fine wine. Like they're doing development, right? Um, it is uh, like all the new weather uh, modes. It's, it's really cool when you're playing it. Uh, and cause everything is random. I, you know, you, everyone's heard me talk about this like so much, but um, they started having like new weather, patterns and i loaded we loaded into a map that was uh, um uh had a sandstorm going and it was um uh it was really cool to like like if the guy was talking you could uh and he went you know not that far away from you but because of the wind and the sand and everything um uh and then the like interference on the radio like it's the immersion is so cool and then they added um uh like if you're indoors and it's like really dusty or you like blew something up your character will like stumble and like cough and like um he has like difficulty breathing so you have to like move slower or he could it could um you know hamper your room clearing 
AI has gotten a lot cooler. If anyone's got a PC, uh, just do it. Get on the. Um, it's got a small player base. Uh, it ebbs and flows, but I cannot give it any praise if you're into tactical shooters or or anything. It's and everybody that I've run into uh, on matchmaking has been really cool. It's been really cool. Derek, are you going to get it? Derek, I think you're muted. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably not. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like playing multiplayer games for the most part. And uh, so to buy something to only play once probably seems, uh, you know, not the best financial decision. Um, and I'm more likely to play like if I am going to play something multiplayer, it's more likely to be something more casual <clears throat> than um, like the final, like the finals. <laughs> yeah, dude, the finals is sick. That game is sick. I can't get it to play on. the. I don't know this... about that. <laughs> Logan's just hand, like physically handicapped. Dude, I've listened to multiple other like podcasts where people have talked about the finals and everyone praises it so much and no one talks about issues. And I'm like, I. Like, are you being paid? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm like, am I? Like, I'm the problem, huh? It's me. Yeah. Like, how is hey, no Swift. one? How is <laughs> no one else experiencing these things? I, uh, I was. Uh, so we talked about it before, but to pull out a grenade, you have to hit L1 and hit X, and then like throw it. And I was playing SnowRunner last night, and to shift into four-wheel drive, you have to hold L1 and hit X. And I was like, wow, no wonder Logan's bad at this game, too. <laughs> it's too many button presses. I know this isn't the first time I've, I've said those exact words. I complain about too many button presses in a lot of situations. Uh, all but you, uh, <laughs> but um, on the... Um, I have a... Uh, on the topic of snow runner running snow logan um i was uh out of town for work earlier tuesday was it tuesday was it tuesday something like that yeah and um uh i have a grievance <laughs> so when i travel for work we have a um like a tra- like a travel agency portal that you can like book all your stuff in and there's like a block of like hey these are the four hotels that are you're approved to get in um like no questions asked like you can book this whatever and no i normally stay in one uh but i was like you know what i'll try this other hotel you know save some money like i don't know why i was thinking like save some money for isn't your work paying for it yeah i was like yeah you know smaller expense report that's good so i normally got uh got this like nice like suite and uh i got this fucking shithole um i'm going to <laughs> like i like uh, logan uh messaged me like as i he's like hey do you want to play video games as i walked into the hotel room and i'm like this place is a fucking shithole there's like random cuts in the in the um uh, uh wallpaper there's there's filthy uh outlets like i've never seen like they just have a power strip like on the the uh, bedside table, and it's just fucking filthy. I'm, I'm, 
Like the heater, the thermostat, I think is older than Logan. Um, yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to send, where's, oh, do I not have, uh, I don't know where that thermostat photo is, but it, the, the heater is either on or off. There's no, like the, the actual, like, I'm going to put it at 70. No, 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 no. It'll just cruise up to 90. Um, I could, it was terrible, terrible. So, uh, I don't know why I needed to save money for for the company when they already said you can spend whatever you want. Um, but Logan uh, said, "Hey, do you want to play games?" And I was like, "No, nah. like I'm in, I'm in out of town, so I can't do it." But then I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> the picture you just sent went to my watch, but it's so zoomed in, like on my watch. I was like, what the fuck is my watch showing me right now? <laughs> it looks like a floor." <laughs> um. Oh, sorry. Um, so I was like, no, no video games tonight. I can't. And then it hit me. I was like, wait a second. I have a Steam Deck. Steam Deck got internet. Let's uh, let's see what we can play. And uh, I attempted to download Payday 3, but on the ho- this bullshit fucking dumpy-ass hotel, it would have taken 22 hours to install Payday 3. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so, like your old uh, home the, internet. Dude, it's slower than my old home know. internet, <laughs> like, by m- magnitudes. So we fired up uh, SnowRunner, and we played SnowRunner, um, like, the, what? We played it two nights in a row, and then we played it, we played it four nights in a row, right? I got back to uh Yeah, we, to we definitely played, played it a good, like, three, three or four times over the past, like, week. So, um, I, I, Logan, let's, let's, let's hear you talk about. Uh, your experience with SnowRunner. You, you had a good point. Like I, you said, and this will be a good jumping off point for you. You would never play it alone, but it's a good like hangout. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a super good just like like just hanging out, fucking joking around, throwing fucking music in a Discord bot kind of game. Like just 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 hanging out. Um, but but it's so it can be so fun because shit can go so horribly wrong. I'm very good at making things go horribly wrong. Dude, I <laughs> where at like at one point I I went and the Sh- Shane informed me this afterwards, but apparently the truck I was driving, I had a trailer hooked up incorrectly or something, mm-hmm. so it was it was hindering my turning. So I turned <laughs> super wide. And, like, I went and picked up a couple loads of, like, beams or something. And I'm trying to turn around in this parking lot. And I hit these pipes and just immediately tip over. Dude, it and was he, so... He had to come and drive halfway across the map to lift me up. Dude. And then, like, I almost immediately do it again. <laughs> like, it was it was so frustrating where I'm, like... Because the, the whole point of the game is just, like, go here. It's, like, bullshit fetch, fetch quests um and like a final fantasy game but it's like go here get this bring this here or like go find this thing like go pull this truck out of the the mud or go do this um and i was like all right logan like he started to get the hang of it um i was like all right dude go bring those beams over there and i'm gonna go do this (laughs) thing over here and then i just hear oh no Uh, oh 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 oh, no (laughs) it's it's usually that followed by well, <laughs> well, I'm stuck again. <laughs> I'm upside down. <laughs> but no, it's so funny because, uh, like any 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 time that we play, uh, I'm creating our lobby because I'm a lower level. So like 
it's all missions that like I could potentially do. And and Shane joins me. I've been making them all public because it's like, is like what is is someone gonna join our game? Okay, sure, whatever. That that's never happened until the other night we were playing. <laughs> and this this dude, this dude top shouts out G top this G magnificent <laughs> bastard, Evan six six six. Shout out Evan number six word six number six. Yeah, shouts out, dude. He's got Doom Slayer <laughs> as his Steam profile. Mm, shouts out, <laughs> yep. Evan. There, there's no in-game voice chat, so there's no way for us to communicate to this guy other than Morse code-ass horn honking. We're flashing and your lights. <laughs> me and Shane were in this, like, bog trying to get a trailer out or something, and we both got stuck And, and around the time that Evan666 joined, and he just casually starts making his way to us it was so funny it was so <laughs> funny because i didn't know logan was making the lobbies public and all of a sudden i logan just goes oh, oh shit did someone join i'm like what are you talking about like nobody joined did you give someone your code and then i just see like Bring! evan 666 has left the garage and i was like what the fuck and we on the derek you might remember this but if you look on the mini map you can see like the little lego car yeah, yeah. of the player and we watched this this little Lego car drive out of the garage, <laughs> and he just starts coming for us. And I was like, "I'm a little, I'm a little anxious," because it was like, it was like, <laughs> dude, he's just coming out here, like, like what the fuck? And he and like then we could hear him off in the distance, like like we see his headlights off. coming through the swamp, like coming <laughs> towards us. He starts pulling me out of the mud, and like. Like Shane's truck is much better than mine. Mine gets stuck frequently. So Shane was like getting this trailer pulled and I kept getting stuck in the mud every like three feet. And so Evan 666 like hitches me up to the back of his truck and he's like pulling me up and like I keep disconnecting. So I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I keep disconnecting because I'm like, okay, no, I got it here, and then I get stuck again. And he comes, backs up, connects to me again, and eventually I just let him pull me like all the way back to the place. This dude came out of nowhere, unprovoked, <laughs> no words. Came in here with his DLC tires. Yeah, he, he had the two dollar <laughs> wide tread D- tire DLC. I was like, yo, look at this fucking Chad. <laughs> but, but it's like he joined us like we, we had already established like okay this is probably the last thing we're doing tonight like we got to go to bed and so he he comes in here and saves the day we were both fucking stuck and he came in and saved just the day just at the moment you needed it and when just dude, just in the moment we needed when you saw he, just he, one set of tire tracks that's where i to- that's, <laughs> that's where i go <laughs> <laughs> That's Evan six 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 for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ incarnate. <laughs> Damn. Oh, fuck. But, but no, yeah, he helped us finish this mission, and like we're at this gas station where we had to take this trailer, and we're all like honking, like, like hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and then we leave the game. I immediately hunted down his Steam profile, and I was like, I need to learn about this guy. I need to find this guy. I like, I got it. We, I need to learn about him, and I find his Steam profile. He had like 136 hours in SnowRunner. Uh, he only has a handful of games, but I was going through his profile, and I was like, oh, shit, I can like give him an award. 
And so I bought him the most expensive fucking Steam award I could with my Steam points I didn't know I had. I gave him the golden <laughs> unicorn. I hope, I hope that he saw that and he was like, huh, I wonder if this is from those guys. <laughs> I I hope he thought of us when I gave him that. <laughs> but, I'd imagine but, that he's not sure who it came from since he just drives around helping people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he probably gets a lot of those awards. Well, I, I hope that Baja Blast Babe 420 like le- left a left an impression in in his mind. He was like, "I know that guy. Who is that? I know that guy. I know that guy." Yeah, I'm gonna give him the uh, I'm gonna give him the the wholesome award. Why not? There we go. Yeah, give award. There you go. Cool. <laughs> but but no, it, when we were like pl- planning recording for this episode, and Shane was like, "We need to get Evan six 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 on the show." <laughs> that would be the single funniest thing for Shane and I to do. <laughs> hey, no guys, one it? else would understand, <laughs> but it would be so fucking funny to invite this random dude on the show and be like, "So, Evan six six six, how you doing? T- tell us about yourself. <laughs> yeah, where are you from?" <laughs> so the um um the. So I've been uh, I've been playing this game for a number of years. I played it on Xbox Game Passengers, um, and I liked the game. And I thought everything that was available to me was cool. Like everyone said, like, "Oh yeah, just uh, go around and do the contracts." I was doing for my entire Snowrunner career. I was doing the wrong thing. <laughs> and I yeah, that, 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 another thing before we move on. One thing I said when Evan six 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 joined us is like, I've gone this whole time thinking Shane is like a snowrunner master because he just he knows what Dude. he's doing. He he helps me do everything. I'm just I'm just a lost a lost puppy out in this world of trucks. Evan six 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 came in here, and it made it made me think of this episode of King of the Hill when Hank is hel- helping move his mom's stuff to Arizona or something, and they get a semi truck. And they stop at like a, a a truck stop, and everyone's giving them shit. They're like, "You're not truckers. You're just a guy with a truck." <laughs> <laughs> I'm, whereas, whereas Evan six 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 is it is a trucker. Yeah, Shane, Shane is like a hobbyist. I'm just a guy with a truck. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it is, it is mind boggling. He just came in here and just like swam through the mud fucking i don't even know i don't even know what his like level was um but the uh, mike's uh playing it on the steam deck like discord on on the phone playing it on the steam deck it was like i'd never played any multiplayer games on the steam deck it's very competent like there was there was no the the only time i had issues was when i was because i was connected to the hotel wi-fi um so this really I know this is a very like unique use case, but for someone who's traveling, I can play multiplayer games um, and you know not be stuck on just looking at depressing YouTube shorts. Um, like, hey, I woke up, woke up today, pull, opened up YouTube shorts and watched someone get ran over by a Mustang. My day is ruined. So <laughs> here we go. Um, so every bit of advice that I've read is like, hey, like, what do I do in SnowRunner? It's like, hey, just do the contracts. Just do the contracts. And um, I think I might have said that to Derek when we played, but like doing the contracts, like there's missions all over the map. And I thought those were the contracts, right? Did, did like you, yes, no, Derek? I thought so, yeah. Yeah, there's a tab, like a quest board in the menu that is like the, it's like, hey, these are your contracts. 
and they're they're multi-step missions mm. and i was like oh okay so this is what everyone's talking about so uh logan and i did like two thirds of a um of a contract and like logged off and then I had to fly back and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to finish that contract. I'm going to do that contract. Um, and then when we play again, um, then we can finish it, um, on Logan's save file. I, it was like deliver two sets of metal beams to this drilling site. And then it was go to the, the other map, pick up a big ass drill and bring it back to the drilling site. I'm like, Oh, okay. So like there's these semi trailers that can fit like five, items so items are broken up into like like unit sizes so like a, a, bl- a block of wood is like one unit so you can fit like two blocks of wood in your truck or like metal beams are two unit two units wide and there's all these big ass semi trailers that could fit like five or six units i'm like man what am i going to carry with that but this this drill is five units i'm like oh okay yeah i've never carried anything like this big before and the last part of this mission was go get the construction trailer and bring it to the drilling site. And I drive all, all the way to where the construction trailer is. And what did, like, what did you call it, Logan? What did it look like? You're, like when like I said it, you... It, it, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I said it like, uh, like I got to this like area to pick it up and I was like, oh, I'm supposed to pick up that Howl's Moving Castle looking ass monolith. <laughs> And this, like, I thought this was just background set dressing. This thing is gi-fucking-gantic. And you have to carry it, um, most of the time, like, Derek, you you remember playing it, like, you could you could put a trailer on the back of your truck and still, like, drive it through the woods. Yeah. This, this thing is so fucking massive, you have to go in, like, low gear and, like, mm. drive around uh, power poles. There's um, no way to to get the camera in, in a way where it works in a way that feels comfortable. No matter what, you cannot see things like completely. You, you're either like cameras focused on the trailer and you can't see where your truck is because it's so big or you're focused on your truck and you can't see the back of the trailer. Yeah, so it's the- like you can be going down the road and like get caught on something and it's like what the fuck's going on and part of the trailer is like fucking stuck on a telephone pole it is um so i i did it on the plane and like you know i had a pretty like i'm i was level 12 13 something 14 um and um uh uh logan's like level what five or something I, i just got to level five i've been four and um so i i did it like i brought this big big and i'm i'm driving this big ass trailer like through like a mountain pass and it finally clicked for me i'm like oh this is why people love snowrunner so much like these like this really weird obscure carry this giant fucking like have have you uh have you seen like videos of uh trucks like carrying um uh like uh, windmill propellers like up through a mountain mm-hmm. yeah yes yep okay oh <clears throat> hello hello can you hear derek yeah oh derek hello oh what the fuck like you were completely cut out for me 
That was weird. So, sorry. Um, but it finally clicked. I was like, oh, this is the game. Like, I've been playing this game for dozens of hours, and I wasn't playing the game correctly. I was playing it, like, partially. It, it reminded me of that that story of playing Diablo 2 and not knowing there was, like, a second and third skill tree. Um, and, you know, um, I did the mission. Then when Logan and I hooked up a multiplayer, um, he did it. And I was like, I want him to pull this big-ass fucking trailer through the woods. Uh, and um, uh, and uh, it was his truck was a little bit too light, so his wheels kept like coming up off the ground. <laughs> and uh, but we we did it, and we got, and we got to we got to a part with a lot of mud, and you only had rear wheel drive in that truck at the time, right? Yeah, at like ha- halfway getting it to to the site. We switched off, and I let him start pulling it through this last area that was like muddy, because uh, I knew like there was no way I'm gonna get, I'm I'm gonna complete this, and uh, I just started like be, because it, it's so big, it's like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing to help you pull it, because I can't pull you, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like kind of like driving around like, you doing good? And, but there was a couple points where it started to kind of tip. So I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'll drive up next to you really he body, close. He body blocked the trailer for me. <laughs> to keep it from tipping over. And the last little stretch before we get to this drilling site, I I did that <laughs> to keep it from tipping over right, right in sight of the place. And we and, can see uh, the destination. Like, I pull up next to him and it's kind of like sloped. And he goes and like the weight of the trailer pushing on my truck tipped me upside down. <laughs> and I was like, you got to take it from here, bud. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just upside down watching just, him complete the mission. I'm like, go get him. <laughs> I, I was like, how did like, I turn? I look backwards on the camera and he's like upside down in a, in a creek. <laughs> and I'm like, what the, f- what the, like he's <laughs> Logan's tipped over on flat pavement. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like hey i'm upside down and i get there and it's just a truck fucking upside down on the road I'm like how did you you didn't hit anything um but i it finally it finally like i liked the game before and i was like oh, this is a pretty shallow game but then the depth came in and it clicked and i was like oh this is why everybody likes it like, this is fucking cool and then last night i did a uh i finished the mission on my um uh personal save file and like ranked up to 13 or 14 and i that's a tier where i can unlock all these extra parts i got mud tires for the bandit uh and that thing just fucking swims through the mud now um it is derek josh i i implore you for my birthday come in and, and let's do a four player snow runner as Matt. as someone who never expected to actually enjoy this game, I was just playing it to 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 be nice. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, like I I I have a certain level of my autism is trucks, so I and it's it's great for being on a plane since I'm on a plane four times a month. Um, it's great. Uh, I wouldn't like I I was like, man, Logan's being real nice. And he's playing this game with me. Like after every session, I'm like, "Hey, I, I, you've been so gracious. <laughs> like, thank you so much for spending time with me. I appreciate it." Um, 
But uh, I don't think Logan would ever play it on his own. You said that multiple times, but it is. I'm I'm not even equipped to play it on my own. I <laughs> I get stuck so often. Like there's I I couldn't even attempt this on my own. There, there was that one point I was trying to pull like like an oil tank, and uh, I had oh, apparent I, I had I had hit a roadblock sign, and like it road was... closed construction ahead. Yeah, you can blast through so much stuff in this game. You can just, like, hit a fucking street sign, and it's no big deal. So I just go through this sign, and it fucking tips my truck and this trailer over. <laughs> and I, I, Shane walked me through what to do, so I got my other truck. Because he was doing something else. I brought my other truck that had a crane to try to lift my truck up. And I have... I spent so long crane, like... 15 feet in the air, suspending my truck in midair, trying to get it. It's like a fucking kidiata. I just get it more and more upside down to where Shane had to take control of my truck to help get this shit back on its wheels. It It almost sounds like you're trying to flip it on purpose. (laughs) Okay. I couldn't intentionally flip things the way I do on accident. There's no way. <laughs> Have you guys seen videos of like a person who like mixes up like reverse or drive in a car and like slams into a Seven <laughs> Eleven? And you're like, how on earth could that happen? Right? Right? That's me constantly. I've, he's done it. Like all of a sudden he just panicked. He's like, ah, ah, and he's going back and forth and just, and I'm like, what are you? What are you? What are you doing? Like, and it's how? like. In the like ten percent of the time I do something great or I complete something, I'm I'm just I'm always so smug, like like a glove fits dude, like I, a glove, dude. It's <laughs> it is. Uh, there was one time where I was picking up a trailer and it got stuck in midair, and I'm like, okay, this, this game glitched. Um, I he had this big fuel trailer and tipped both on their sides, and this was a mission critical uh, trailer. So I I drive out with a giant ass crane, and I'm as I'm pulling up, like I fucking fell into a ditch and just roll over, and I'm like, <laughs> I gotta make that trip all over again. Um, so for my birthday, please, guys, you know it's on Game Pass. We'll be our own freedom convoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll free this Michigan town from the flood. Yeah. So, Josh, Derek, I'm once again asking you for your support. Sure. <laughs> sure okay when are we doing this uh my birthday's next month so we have uh plenty of time days. for derek to pencil it into his schedule there you go. yeah yeah that's enough time for me to finish persona 3 and <laughs> every yakuza game that's what you think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh speaking of, speaking of which uh we were playing snowrunner either last night or the night before uh oh yeah thursday and Derek's like, hey, I'm too busy to play SnowRunner. I can't, like, I can't get on. I'm sorry. And we're, uh, Logan and I are in the middle of a bog, and I just sees Captain K-17 and started playing Marvel Marvel Movie Madness or whatever it was. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't say I was too busy. I said I couldn't swing it. Um, <clears throat> that implies you were too busy. Well, it was like... I don't know. You were like, do you want to play SnowRunner with Logan and, Logan and I? And I was like, when are you thinking? Thinking like on the weekend or a couple of days from now. But you're like, tonight. And uh, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't change my uh, path that quickly, you know? I was not expecting yeah. to talk to Run people. Snow. And so, you know, 
so I I understand could play something that was single player. But um, yeah, what was that game you're playing? Marvel. Uh, I started that Marvel Midnight Suns. Yeah, which is like yeah a, was was on the humble bundle or hum, humble choice this month, and it's like a uh, it's by the guys that made XCOM, so it's like a turn based oh. like tactical. Um, I've been wanting to play it for a while, and it keeps getting really cheap on. Um, it keeps getting really cheap on like the PlayStation Store. Yeah, yeah. There's all the digital platforms. I think on PlayStation and Xbox, there's also like a two-hour demo, so you can try it and see if it's something you're into as well before grabbing it. But <clears throat> it seemed really cool. Um, I I had like played the demo a couple of weeks ago to make to see if it was something I was into um, before looking at purchasing it. Um, so I've like in in what I played the other day, it was like I just got past where I had gotten to in the in the demo time. So um not a ton of like new stuff yet but it seems very fun huh it looks cool yeah yeah it's pretty neat it's, it's got blade in it so that's sick yeah, yeah. isn't he like one of the main ones <laughs> yeah yeah he's there right from the start yeah. yeah oh at the bottom of steam more games like this wizard 101 <laughs> wizards of waverly place <laughs> yeah so uh yeah snowrunner's sick and um i've been in the market for a new tv um and because every time i try to hook my computer up to my tv it would revert to 720p mm. and like that's just it's a little too not, low for you yeah a little too low especially for like it's i'm probably like 10 feet from the tv if i'm on my bed and um i i don't know what came over me and i was like you know what let's take my computer's hdmi and plug it into a different port and then it was like oh this is a 1080p 60 tv and i was like let's go and I I got this, I I ordered this uh, uh, for the Steam Deck. It's a it's a re re, um, very cool, very comp. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very competent little uh, uh, Bluetooth uh, keyboard, mouse, trackpad thing. But it also has oh, a like uh, that's not supposed to attach to anything. I was trying to think like how the fuck do you <laughs> attach that to the Steam Deck. It's not like the the Xbox 360 the keyboard head. where it goes like underneath the the, oh. the the analog stick. It's like I was like, you slap that on the screen or something, like <laughs> just glue it right there. Or... Yeah, my girlfriend says it looks like a T-Mobile Sidekick. Yeah, it really does. But um, it's Bluetooth, but it also has a dongle. And then it it hit me. I was like, oh, I can put the dongle on my computer. Uh, my uh xbox controller has a long ass cable i got 1080p 60 hooked up on the on the um on the 2007 special tv i had to set a custom resolution and force <laughs> force progressive scan uh but i was in bed playing SnowRunner last night it was fucking great i i did a couple of missions and then i just you know steam big picture mode is just like the steam steam deck and i just you know, shut it off and then uh, went to bed. It was a great experience. So I don't need to buy a new TV now. You got one. Hell yeah. You got one basically yeah. just by switching ports. Yeah, it's great. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I got I got nothing. Josh? Mm, that's about it for me. I, I played Logan? some games. I, I do have plenty more, oh, but much, what? much, much too much for our time constraints. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've been listening to a bunch of stuff about the Insomniac leaks. And I took three pages of notes of like sales information uh, and like all this is all stuff that's very interesting to me. Like 
I mean, just glossing over a couple things. Um, uh, uh, re- uh resistance for for PS3 sold 3.86 million copies. It's interesting info. Uh, th- that was this the launch is, title, right? I think so. Yeah. But yeah, it's like th- th- this is all a bunch of stuff that's super interesting to me because, like, when I do like my memory card posts on Instagram, like, I like to have this kind of information. So this is just like very useful for me. But there's a whole bunch of stuff here about like Insomniac project budgets and stuff. Spider-Man 3 is projected to have a $555 million budget, which is fucking insane. Um, (laughs) But a lot of this we can kind of fold into like Spider-Man talk. Um, There's some stuff about like PlayStation Plus uh, changes and stuff like PlayStation Plus is likely coming to PC and mobile. Uh, There's some quotes about how like, the, the the like uh the, like the uh the uh quote unquote elusive perfect perfect gaming subscription cannot happen uh just because of like expectation of free top quality games and and uh there's never going to be a unified PC mobile console experience all all this stuff uh they 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 estimated they lost eighty five million dollars in sales by putting Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation Plus just a whole bunch of stuff that like when when in the xbox activision trial when they when they when they were talking about how like yeah we don't think it's feasible that xbox game passes is profitable these are like the exact stats they were referring to and it's all just isn't it weird though that they because didn't horizon not come out on playstation plus until like a year after it was released yes i'm wondering how they came up with (laughs) 85 million dollars in lost sales when like the majority of sales or like the most money they would have gotten out of it is when they're selling at full price at release, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I, I there's there is so much data in this that it's like I don't have the exact way they might have got to that. But like there's a whole bunch of stuff here about like like Spider-Man sales where twenty one point six million copies sold, fourteen point six million on disc, seven million on digital and like the revenues from each outlet and stuff and like. There is clearly so much data here that, like, even if that information of how they got to that number isn't in here, I believe it because they're the mm. ones that have all that data. So it's like they they must have some sort of projections based on past sales and like like players who might have like like player count playing it on PlayStation Plus uh, compared to like w- what might make it. Apparently, there's like entire slides of of these leaked documents that are like just nothing but fucking equations and shit where it's like a lot of people can't even figure out what the hell this is supposed to be it's it's such deep industry information um there's all this stuff about like they they, they've made like 50 million dollars off in-game sales of playstation plus streaming games but and like how like how that compares to what they would project sales to be if those games had just sold normally, there's a whole bunch of information here. Like I said, there's far too be, much to really get into in, to see that. Like how much money did we lose by putting them on game pass? Or yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's like uh, Shane, I, I think you might have stepped away for this, but, but yeah, like it's, it's estimated uh, they lost $85 million in sales of horizon forbidden West, putting it on PlayStation plus, uh, yeah, it's like I literally just have wow. like a chart I drew up of like <laughs> every game listed in their their sales. Uh, a, a lot of them have their like the, like the money's made. Um, it, it it's just a whole bunch of interesting Why stuff. Why did you have, just like, pr- 
print the chart that was in the file. I, I cannot find the documents myself. I cannot oh. find a repository of all these documents. So I've just been listening to a whole bunch of stuff all over the place and just compiling my own notes. Uh, but there's a whole bunch of stuff about like the like PlayStation games on Steam and how they've sold. And like you can see the like the like drop off of interest, how like Horizon Zero Dawn uh, had 3.3 million sales, God of War 2.5 million, uh, Spider-Man 1.3 million, Miles Morales 450,000, Sackboy 63,000, where it's like you can kind of gleam that like there was that big interest of like I can play a PlayStation game on Steam, but now it's kind of normalized and that that isn't really there anymore. So it's like uh, it's just another game, I guess. <laughs> um, but but there's like sales for Insomniac games uh, going back before they were acquired, where uh, the like Oculus VR stuff they were doing, the game Feral Rights sold four thousand seven hundred copies. Um. Uh, Sunset Overdrive sold 1.9 million copies. There was apparently Sunset Sunset Overdrive two in the works, but it was canceled. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff was that about when Sony like, bought them. Do you know? Um, I'm not sure. That might be in it, but I don't think I wrote that down. I don't know if there's like a date on when it was canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole bunch of information on like the contract agreements because like the the contracts between Insomniac and Marvel. Uh leaked so there's like just all that legal information apparently uh if if a if a marvel game doesn't sell six million copies uh in the in the first year uh playstation or marvel can break the deal and there's like penalties on either side depending on who might do it um uh all these marvel games are expected to come to peace to pc uh uh within a year of release through 2035 and sell through at least 2038 afterwards marvel could have them pulled if they wanted so some some shit that's like you know for us uh, for us for for us uh, for us fucking physical buyers it's like a lot of stuff here that like it lays out in plain text like these companies can just pull these games from digital storefronts if they want and like they can do that at any point and this is the exact point where they can start to do that um, but there's like all of Insomniac's games through literally 2040 la- laid out. Uh, the, the schedule is going to go. Spider-Man 2 already came out. Ne- uh, next is going to be Venom Lethal Protector. Then Wolverine, Spider-Man 3, which there were uh, talks of releasing Spider-Man 3 in two or three parts. And like the different sales projections based on which way they might take. Um, after that is another Ratchet game, after that is an X-Men game, then a new IP, another X-Men game, and then another new IP. So, yeah, there's a whole by bunch of information. IP, do, they, do you know if it means by new IP, like an original IP from Insomniac, or like a different Marvel IP? I think that's assu- that's what is assumed they mean, yeah, that it's going to be an, a completely new IP. Um, But yeah, I have so much information here, it's like, we can't possibly get through all of it before shane has to leave but i mean if there's if you guys have have any any questions on anything i might have information on it <laughs> i feel like I feel like uh josh is usually the one who's uh, sorry derek but um josh's brain uh works differently than mine and he usually you have really good questions on stuff like this so no i'm just kind of i'm really into a lot of the especially the subscription service stuff because it's so unclear and 
there's really no transparency on how any of this yeah, is uh, uh, actually uh, doing for any of the companies. Apparently, one slide was talking about like PS Plus game like a- acquisitions to put on PlayStation Plus, and they there was a slide that said in bold and I quote, "Avoid bad deals," and that mm. like that like <laughs> gives that gives it the impression like okay, there was a bad deal at one point recently. And it's like, right. what was that? Um, but apparently 2023 PS Plus games apparently had a lacking budget as a result of 2022. And that's really interesting because like, from my point of view, I feel like 2023 had pretty decent PS Plus games. Yeah, I thought like, that, didn't that was one of the stronger revamp- years. Like, wasn't it just at the end of 2022 that it got revamped? I think so, yeah. yeah. But I, I guess they paid enough in acquisitions for that, like, relaunch. It could have been something like getting, like, Bug Snacks and Stray right off the bat might, like, uh, could could have been expensive. I don't know. But th- those mm-hmm. exact games aren't mentioned. Um, it, yeah, and there's... When, when Logan, when he said PlayStation Plus games, I, th- I had the impression they were talking about, like, the free ones they give on the basic plan, not necessarily the... Mm-hmm streaming ones for the subscription yeah no i'm pretty sure this is referring to all of them so it's like the Mm -hmm. the the free games on 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 essential and the like streaming and classic games um but there's like there's even data that breaks down like uh like 46 to 60 percent of people on ps plus essential check out a free game every month uh seven 70 to 80 percent of people on extra use the game streaming um 20 to 25 percent on premium play classics and six to fourteen percent on premium use game trials. Um, what's, it has, what's game? What's game trials? They just said it's like they have a few titles. Yeah, they have a few titles where you can yeah. download them and you get a couple hours to try them out. <clears throat> yeah, and it, and it's stuff like you can only get through getting PS Plus Premium. Hmm. But they have like breakdowns of of like the percentage of each PlayStation tier. Uh, I I wish I could verify this because the math doesn't add up. It equals one hundred and one percent. But apparently, seventy-one percent are on essential, thirteen percent are on extra, and seventeen percent are on premium. Um, uh, there's there was a bunch of talk about like what kind of companies they're targeting for getting games on PS Plus. Uh, it's just assumed at Sony at this point, like Activision titles are off the table. They don't expect to get any Activision. Um, really, like uh, nothing. Yeah, I mean, that makes they're, just, that makes sense, they're going with the assumption they can't get any of it. That's but they okay. might get Hi-Fi Rush and see if these... <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really interesting that that news came out like after I was going through all this because it's like there's so much stuff here about like how how and why PlayStation says the Game Pass isn't profitable, and then that happens and it kind of verifies that information where it's like, yeah, now Xbox is releasing things on PlayStation that were exclusive hoping probably to make them a little more profitable and like all all this news and stuff and like that coming out like there's been a lot of talk about a spyro 4 in development uh and like obviously that that would be a microsoft first party title now and it's like i fucking love spyro so i hear that news and i'm like no but with all of this news and like hi-fi rush and see if these coming to playstation it's like okay i'm probably gonna get these things too (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, and then that's but, the thing too. Like, it's it's kind of a different conversation because it was a different time and place. But out of like the three major like console uh, um, manufacturers, like Microsoft has put 
their stuff on other platforms before. Yeah. Like, and I always like refer back to like how Viva Pinata was on DS, Mecha Salt yeah. and Banjo Kazooie were on Game Boy Advance and DS, even when Microsoft owned them. Yeah. Um, so if there was one to make it, if there was a company that I thought would be open to that, it would be Microsoft, even without Game Pass. But yeah, I think they were pretty open about Hi Fi Rush underperforming whatever that means when something goes to game pass on day one so yeah that doesn't and i surprise mean me. getting the budget breakdowns for a bunch of these things is super interesting too because there was the news that came out during the activision trial about like the last of us costing like 230 million or something like that to develop and like that being insane but now 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 like uh uh spider-man 2 uh this these were projected numbers so this could have changed in reality it was projected three hundred and ninety million dollar budget. Apparently, uh, uh, there's information about the royalty splits, but apparently, Marvel makes a fuckload of money off these games. Like they get a wild percentage of sales. Where it's like these these game like these Spider Man games are incredibly successful, but not insanely profitable for Sony. Really. But, yeah, uh, let's see. You think Miles that might Morales. be part of the um, exclusive deal that they have? Like Marvel's, like it'll only be on PlayStation, but we're getting a bigger cut of the money. Yeah, and like I know there's a lot of talk about how like how the the everything around Blade being announced is so weird because they haven't just outright said like, oh, this is coming to Game Pass, like this is Xbox exclusive. These numbers kind of raise some questions where it's like, does Xbox have different deals or is it the same sort of deal? And in that case, like, they're going to have to sell these games on other platforms. Um, let's see. I, I don't re- remember where I might have re- wrote down some of this stuff. But uh, let's see. Miles Morales, 10.2 million copies sold. It had a $260 million budget. It made 122% return on investment, $104 million profit. And the break-even was selling 3 million copies. And... And like those, those are like decent numbers. But when you think that they spent almost three hundred million dollars to make this game, and their profit is just a hundred million, it's like yeah. I was gonna say too, it's weird that Miles would cost so much, considering mm-hmm. it was pretty much using the same assets as the first yeah. one, and it's like a game that was like half as long. Yeah, uh, Spider Man Remastered sold four four million copies, had a fifty million dollar budget. Uh, 48 percent return full price, on full price full price copies um no no that uh spider-man remastered was packed in with miles morales at launch uh, and it had yeah, that's it, what i was gonna it, ask does it include it that it is sold on its own too these sales are are probably just standalone sales but well i don't know how four much, million is still quite a bit how much uh, how much is that like wasn't it was 50 it? when it came out okay uh, it, it it was like a ten dollar upcharge from Miles Morales to get Spider Man remastered. So what should the math it. be? Four million times fifty or four million times ten? It's hard to say since it doesn't differentiate the sales. Mm. Um, but but it, but it had a forty eight percent return on investment, eleven million dollar profit, 48%? and eight percent. Yeah, but so but on the to low be, end, if everybody just bought the ten dollar upcharge. It, and that's forty million dollars in sales, and that's not even half. Yeah, dude, video games. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, what the fuck? Snowrunner's that, thirty bucks. <laughs> uh, apparently, too, like apparently, um, Rift but, Apart okay. is much less successful than I kind of assumed. 
uh, it sold 2.2 million million copies, had a 73 million dollar budget, had a negative 10 percent return on investment, eight million dollar loss. Uh, it's probably going to break even because the break even was two million copies. Uh, so th- that that kind yeah that kind of highlights that a lot of these sales numbers don't differentiate full price and discounted sales because that's two million full price copies sold would be their break even and they sold 2.2 million copies so that that means that a lot of those are probably discounted and that one will probably break even but still they basically made that game to just break even yeah and when you consider too though that the ps5 was still really hard to get when that game released and like the playstation 5 didn't have a whole lot of exclusives like ratchet was kind of was like one of the only exclusives when it came out so yeah, you would imagine like a lot of that is it's underperforming partially is because there weren't many PlayStations out there to begin with. Yeah. And I mean, like all these slides have game data for stuff that's not even act like that. It it, it has it, it has it has sales data for a lot of stuff that's not Insomniac. Like, uh, for instance, like what, what you just said, God of War PS4 sold twenty three point five million copies. But God of War Ragnarok uh, at the time of these slides sold 15 million so you you can assume it's like that's probably e- e- even that being split across both consoles like it still didn't sell as much as God of War PS4. Hmm. But yeah, there's just so much interesting in, 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 in like so much interesting information here. It, it even goes into like the Spyro PS3 classic on PS3 sold 29,000 copies. Oh, that's it. <laughs> and and it made a 300% I'm, profit. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, that's a game where uh did did this i have it somewhere the original spyro sold 4.88 million copies on ps1 uh and and between spyro so this 1 leak, 2 and 3 this leak goes back decades yeah this is probably the biggest gaming leak ever and wow. apparently like there's a lot of data that still hasn't even been gone through there's there's documents I... coming out constantly but a, a thing I thought was really interesting is that Spyro 1, 2, and 3 combined have a $7.6 million development cost. And Spider-Man 3 is estimated $555 million for the budget. Mm, the insane. cost to develop games has gone up so much. It is insane. Yeah. I was just having a conversation like a week ago about how back in the ps1 and n64 days it was this big accomplishment if a game sold a million copies and they would put like yeah. you know they would come out with the little special box that had greatest hits on it and all that and it would yeah get sold for 20 no, bucks I, I think about that all the time buying retro games like because there's a lot of games that are pretty rare and expensive to get on like ps1 or ps2 and that's because th- there's probably so, some of these games probably like ten thousand copies in the world and and now like the games are selling like tens of millions of copies. Uh, I found where I wrote down the Marvel royalties. Uh, Spider-Man PS4, 21.6 million copies sold. Um, that uh, It has breakdowns of profit per disc and per per digital. The digital sales, uh, the, the sales average includes DLC sales. So the, the average cost per sale is lower than it should be but still like they're making way more money on 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 digital which i mean explains why they're pushing digital so much um it cost 
$51.1 million to just produce the physical copies and ship them. Marvel made $214.9 million in royalties and marketing cost $47 million. So the like that, that game's made like almost $800 million. A lot of that, like a quarter of that went to Marvel. I think. Hmm. Something needs to change in the video game industry. I mean, games like the the push for like hundred hour trip AAA games like is it's just not sustainable, and like mm-hmm. espe- especially if like game streaming services like Game Pass are kind of being pushed as the way to like get more people into games. It's just not sustainable to make these games. And Game of the Year was like a out of left field uh, sequel to a twenty year old, yep, <laughs> dungeon crawler game. Yeah, mm. it's like it, it really goes to show that's like it, innovation is going to be how people continue to make money. And, wow. and it's like I, I, I wish I this included data on even smaller games, but obviously, like Insomniac wouldn't be privy to like a bunch of indie game yeah. stuff. But I'd be really interested. And interested to see like how much did like Hades cost to produce, or, mm, or like right. these other like random indie games. And yeah. Hades was notorious. Well, notorious probably not the right word, but it was known for having like a small development team that they didn't put under crunch and that they just kind of took their yeah. time with and treated their employees relatively good. And I think that yeah. news was all coming out like side by side with the Naughty Dog is make is having their employees sleep in their office to finish for Last of Us Two news around the same time. That, yeah. that reminds me. There was a um, um, there was a a book written about like the early days of Microsoft, um, uh, kind of like unofficial biography, and allegedly in this book, like back in the nineties, um, developers at Microsoft for like Windows would sleep in their office, and and somebody like had a relationship with like a local brothel, and they would bring in uh bring in women to take care of the developers so they'd be in their office and uh a uh a woman of the night imagine imagine getting the full financial breakdowns of that (laughs) where like how much of their budget was allocated to prostitutes yeah that's the leak we need (laughs) yeah (laughs) so derek um final thoughts before we go uh have a great weekend everyone no, no, you don't want to talk 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 about anything. That's fine. I'll, you, you'll get me next time. No, we got we have twenty minutes. It's all right. This show's long as fuck, so nobody's oh, listening. It's quality. <laughs> all yeah, right. No, uh, uh, like I, I b- before we end, I, I I have like all all this like sales data and stuff. If we ever want to refer to this, I'm gonna hold on to this. I I quickly did gl- manage to gloss over all ba- basically everything I have written down very quickly. But yeah, if this ever comes up on the show again, I have these notes still, so I can always refer to them. All right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody. Um, I'm I finally got my sh- schedule lined up with that other podcast, so I will be recording an episode of the Jacked Up Review Show on Monday, and I don't know when it'll come out, but uh, that's a daily Hell show. Yeah. That guy puts out a lot of wild, random content. Reviewing and. Uh, we are going to be talking about the classic movie bas- Ballistics X versus Sever, oh, and and the GBA <laughs> games that came out with it. Um, that movie was dog shit, 
but the GBA games were some of the most innovative on the uh, on the console. One of like a handful of first person shooters. So interesting. Yeah, be good. So mm-hmm. check us out, Dynamic Resolution Show on Instagram, Logan Memory Card on Instagram. He's got his Ghost in the Shell PlayStation One uh, tapes coming up soon. Yeah, so, coming out uh, on the nineteenth. Yeah, help support uh, piracy by supporting a small local business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, you Twitch. Uh, yeah, all social media at Enu Joshua, and I've been streaming my Persona Three adventures. So hell yeah, come suffer Check through it. that with me. Check it out, Derek. You don't want people to follow you. Don't worry about it. Don't follow me. Yeah. Yeah. Just inter- I'll, I'll post your, your your phone number and email address in the show notes so people can interact with you directly. Do, do that thing Dead Mouse either, did. So. I like, do, do the thing Dead Mouse did at the Grammys or something where he wore a shirt that had Skrillex's phone number on it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Right, bye.